0: Harmony Organic Chocolate Milk. I've been it's my, seeing that. It's my breakfast today. I feel that. Off coffee four days so far. Oh, there! You, congrats. Yeah, it's a huge uh, win for me. For sure, <laughs> that's awesome. I was offered for twenty five years, and then uh, I had to I had to quit a regular heartbeat. Right. My uh, doctor said, "Oh, you're stressed out." I said, "You say that every time you don't know what's wrong with me." Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, so I said, "What, well, what do I do? I got to work out more. Mm-hmm. What's, what's, what's the fix?" He said, "Caffeine, nicotine, mm-hmm. alcohol." Well, alcohol, I wasn't ready to give up. Yeah, I, who is? But pretty much giving it up now. Uh, not giving up completely, but I. I don't abuse it as often as I used to because oh, that's, that's the problem. When you start drinking, you just like, yeah, you're you get sure. a couple in you and then you're gone. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so that's a win. Uh, the coffee was uh, was a win. I just got tricked into it. I was just uh, I was having some at my men's group on mm-hmm. Thursday mornings. It tasted great and I just got to uh, a place of like, okay, well, this is the easiest one to let go. Yeah, for sure. Because you know, smoking's not so easy to give up. No, of but, course. Uh, nicotine, anyways, uh, cigarettes. Yeah, but that's um, the whole,
1: that's the whole thing of it,
0: right? Yeah, that's why get you, get you good. That's oh yeah, a, watch yeah. it. We don't make a mess there and just like that. Um, so brother, thank you very much for coming in. Thank, thank Ever you, a champion, me, man. as you can see. on the... I don't need to. It's my old radio. Yep. And now. <laughs> And with me now is Everett Champion because no one really on radio, you know, I can't see the guy, but the title's right there, so I don't need to say. And my special guest mm. is Everett Champion, uh, brother. Yeah, I appreciate you coming in. Uh, Thank you it's been me. a long time, man. Uh, Talk to you. I really appreciated your dad grabbing me at uh, Theater Crisp, or was it was it Theater Crisp you performed at?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah.
0: and Steve. Many probably know. I, in fact, at the party I was at last night, Jiffer turned 50 years old. I'm like, I'm having an ever-, ever Champion on tomorrow. And they're like, who? I'm yeah. like, oh, Steve Champion's kid. Oh, Steve, oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you Everyone go. knows your dad, right? Yeah. Uh, but no, I was really, I, I really meant a lot to him. He came up to me and said, hey, you remember that show? Mm. I'm like, yeah. You know, it's not, I love doing the MC thing, but I don't do a lot of it. Yeah. And uh, I don't get asked very often. Sometimes I'll say, hey. You need an MC because I'm really into, you know, Theater Crisp or something like that. Of course, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think Hurricane asked me whatever reason, and then Theater Crisp opened for them. Mm -hmm. You opened for Theater Crisp at that gig at Front 54. Yeah. And then at the warehouse, your dad came up to me and said, hey, I don't know if you know this, but you said some really nice things about my, you know, before my kid went up. And it was,
1: I think, something just like, you know what? Was that your first performance live? That was, it wasn't my first. I think it was like, it was in the, probably the first three, I think. Because okay. I, I remember my first show was, I opened up for, on uh, the list of a bunch of people, I was at the very bottom, but I was opening up for like the CAC himself. I think oh. it was like his 13th album release. How much
0: did you love the CAC?
1: Oh, he's a great guy. Isn't he the best? Yeah, he's a the- donator. Yeah, he's just like a great dude. I remember, like, when I first, I don't even remember how I even got in contact. It must have just been through Dano because Dano's, like, helped me with so much at the beginning of my career and even now. But I remember going, and I had no idea. I'd only ever performed in front of my school and, I like, maybe a few open mics. And I walked in, and I had no idea what I was doing. And he just came up, he's like, Hey, man, so excited to have you. Like, it's great because he's, you know, obviously he's the headliner, it's his thing. And I'm the 14th act but he was like hey man so happy to have you thanks so much for coming and it was like damn you could have just i we might have not even met you know what i mean like it could have just been all right cool go up yeah but no super nice guy
0: yeah and so yeah i think i said something like you know what this is hard work man and this is this kid's first live performance or you know performing in a bar or whatever i think it was a first of some sort it was definitely
1: like the first that wasn't it was like the first that was really felt like it was like a public show
0: oh okay yeah and anyway i can 't even remember what I said, but I think it was something to the effect that, like give this guy some love and support yeah. because he 's a young guy, and this is what they need yeah. you know what I mean and uh, i can 't remember what I said, but I was so grateful for your dad it 's just a few words, and we we're just talking about about that before we came on air yeah it's like how important it is to receive acknowledgement like it's it's kind of an ego thing, but it just makes you feel like you 're on the right path when somebody comes up to you and says, "Hey, you remember that thing you said to me, yeah, well." I've been meaning to tell you this for 10 years, but it changed my life, and thank you. Yeah. Uh, I had a buddy the other day. We came over for a quick hang. Uh, we got high as hell and just hang out and watch <laughs> sports here. And, as you do. Um, and the next day, he sent me a message. He's like, bro, I really appreciated hanging with you last night. And c- This is a quote. You changed the trajectory of my life. Wow. Well, a, it's better than that. That's we a card stating, But we got kind of deep, and <clears throat> I'm, I'm all about people's heads. Like, I, I love getting in there, and it's like, you, you, you might say to me, well, I hate heights or something like that. Mm. Or I'm like, well, oh, actually, that's bullshit because you remember that time, this, 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 and this, and you didn't hate heights at any of those times. So it's something else because we tend to come up with these lies that we develop. Yeah. And then we b- start to believe them. For sure. And it's only our good friends that will go, um, that's bullshit. Yeah. So don't bring that around anymore. We kind of like sell it on a tray, like a you know a cold beer here, that big tray with that thing. Yeah, That's our lie. We kind of shop it around. See right? who takes it. Yeah. And your lots of your friends will go, oh, poor, because it's usually a sorry piece, right? Yeah. It's designed to get you sympathy or get you for a, um of responsibility or something like that. So anyway, I, we just happened to be hanging, and I kind of got deep with them a little bit. And mm-hmm. it was fun because we worked some stuff out. Yeah. You know? Like, he worked some stuff out for him as a result of my conversation. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, you can't have that every day. No, but when but it But just happens, simply, like, your father coming up to me at that show, it meant a lot for me because I want to know, like, if I'm ever having a positive impact, you know yeah. what I
1: mean? And uh, so that, that, that uh, meant a lot to me, so... Uh, for sure. Well, I mean, I've even, like, even me personally, like, it was so great to have such an introduction. Like... um when I used to, like, play for my school and back in high school, you know, they go, you know, Everett Champion, or easy E C and that's it. But to have, you know, you were introducing everybody and the fact you even included me in the lineup. Like, oh, yeah. you know, again, being, like, the smallest opener at that time, you know, it's easy to just be like, okay, kid, go up for your half an hour and get yeah. out. Like, I remember I had to leave because I wasn't old enough to be in the bar. Like, that's... You know, right. but I, I did really appreciate what you said back then, because it was mm. like it was uh, very impactful to me as well. Yeah. Like it was, you know, like show a lot. Show this kid some love. It's his first time out. And I was like, oh, ho- I hope so. Like, yeah, thanks, you know? so. Yeah, that's
0: cool, man. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Uh, now, do you do you look at like being the open? Uh, like I know, you know, kind of like the format has been you got the you got the opener, mm-hmm. you got the headliner. or what, the, what we call the headline. Yeah. Right? Nobody comes on the he- after the headliner usually, unless it's in a bar setting or something like that. And then you could have a couple openers. And it seems like the closer you get to the open, the less unheard of or the less popular the act. They're not going to put a huge act up and then a bunch of you know low profile yeah. openers and then the big <clears> band. They kind of they kind of step it up. Yeah, of course. But what I've found is, and I've been doing a bunch of gigs. You know, we do, we've done a few gigs at Sessions on the River with Chris Curry's crew. What a great place to hangout. Have out you ever on the been there? I, I haven't been there yet,
1: but I've been seeing pictures of it. Oh, it dude, looks you got to go.
0: Even if you just go for an open mic, you'll have a track record. I know you got recordings down, Yeah, but it's nice to have something just off the floor that's imp- boom. You just I'd go up to. and you've got a studio-type recording, right? Yeah. So I've been doing a bunch of these shows, and, and a lot of them have been combined with uh, political fundraisers, right? So mm. all the acts that come out usually get a like a provincial tax receipt you know right. they bill me 500 bucks for their performance mm-hmm. and i pay them with a 500 tax receipt which is worth about 375 bucks in your tax return even if you don't pay so i usually combine it with and i learned a couple things one it's nice to open with someone like the people like the perpetual peace project that's wholesome and kind of they want to bless the day of course you know yeah. um and then uh, the other thing I learned is that the sweet spot is not at eleven o'clock, no, it's like eight yeah. seven thirty so whoever that band is right in the middle, yeah, you got forty people in the room, you know, and then at ten thirty when theater crisp the headliner or mice and the hurricanes come well, I mean it seems to like people go home yeah and, and even if you got like a well I mean if you got a real solid headliner you you shouldn't have that problem, but I just found like. For a guy that's getting older, uh, you know, <laughs> Stop. I don't want to be out late. Like if I, no. I'll go see a seven o'clock show, mm-hmm. but if it's 10, 30, 11 o'clock, I'm not leaving the house at that time anymore. I got to, yeah. my home is too comfortable. I don't need to go anywhere to get anything, and. So that's why you know we had a jam the other day. Uh, mm-hmm. They started up this jam. And it's like nine to eleven. I'm like, well, how about seven to ten? Yeah. <laughs> how about seven to eleven? About noon to three. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I know what so, you mean. It's like so. Do
0: you find that? Like I, I'd encourage you to look at opening as you're the first experience of that show. Yeah. Not that you're just the least experienced or you're the cheapest actor, the most yeah. blah blah blah. So, I know you don't care so yeah. much you just want to be on the ticket right
1: yeah i mean i have definitely it's weird looking back at it now because i don't often kind of look back at the stuff that i've done but it's funny though it's it's funny just because like when i started obviously i'm at the very beginning of the bill nobody really knows who i am <clears throat> excuse me but
0: people are sober
1: people exactly and i mean <clears throat> with my music back then it would kind of make sense because you know it was I would say the subject matter and everything, what I'm saying is still 100%, but I feel like the music I make now is a lot more energetic. So it's for the people that now that are, you know, a few drinks in, they're looking for a good time. And if they were sober and they listen to it, they can get a message out of it. But if they're not listening to what I'm having to say, they can still dance, have fun. Um, I just played at 12 Mile Lounge, like the old Pepper. Um, oh,
0: we can't go, you can't patronize that place. I hate to do this to you. You don't like it? Yeah, only because Phil got forced out by that guy, and it's just, I can't support that place ever. No, no not if it's under current ownership. Phil got a really bad deal in that place. Damn. Yeah. I, that's the thing. I didn't know about any of that. The whole family. Damn. Yeah, they, uh, they, they had a solid lease there. I don't need to pour cold water in your story, but no, somebody no, no, was okay. here the other day, and I kind of zipped at There's Oh, I'm playing at, what's it called? 12 Mile Lounge. So. Yeah. Too bad. Well, at least they're doing uh, live music. So, what about that? Yeah. So,
1: um,. <clears throat> I don't know, it's been great because it's now now I'm of, I'm of age to even get into these places, which is was was a problem for years. But now it's great because I can go in and people are a few drinks in, they're just looking for a good time. So the last time I played there, I was the last um it was with a bunch of different people, so like Aero Styles. Um it was like a Danny Alonzo, d Nick B, all those guys. And I was the last like the main openers which is great because everybody had a chance to get a few drinks in and it was that perfect sweet spot before there was um there was like a co-headlining and then there was the main headliner which was i think um choom gang who um I got to meet them they're super nice guys as well i guess mm-hmm. they're from the area um but it was that sweet spot and it was nice and that's the thing i'll kind of take whatever i can get but that sweet spot is definitely where you want to be because especially like stuff like bars and clubs can go really late and you know audience do tend to leave if it's not like uh huge act or anything right. but no it's there's definitely the sweet spot and it's and nice that I've I'm finally got to that area now where it's like I can now headline shows like I've been starting to headline shows but I'm also can step back and take the opener spot and still hit that like target mm-hmm. so yeah I think I mean any spots great I'll play I'll I'd still if anybody's like yo can you just take the bottom of the barrel I'll take it because it's still a performance why not but the sweet spot is definitely like the place you want to hit for
0: so you're not too proud it doesn't matter where you line up you just put me on the bill man
1: Yeah, I mean, I want to be as high as possible, but Mm -hmm. just to get the name out there right now, um, I'll take anything and get That's the thing. It's been great because I've been wanting to do as many venues as possible and as many shows as possible. And in the last, you know, when I started out, I was getting maybe two, three shows a year because I'm waiting for My Son the Hurricane to come back in town and I could open for them Mm -hmm. because a lot of people don't want hip-hop acts at their places. A lot of people, there's now, like, the venues like The Warehouse are fantastic because they're a new kind of, breath of fresh air into the into the whole venue game I would say but now it's like I'm playing I've had five shows in the last two months and I've got three more lined up like things are finally starting to happen and some of them are on the headline or some of them on the bottom of the barrel it doesn't really matter to me anymore just because I'm just trying to get my name out there as much as possible in different cities so Mm. anything where people would see me you know one eye like two eyes on me is two people seeing it right so Mm. I'm fine with anything
0: and what do you what do you think's fresh about the warehouse? Uh, sorry, warehouse.
1: There's no the
0: there. Yeah, a just very, uh, warehouse concert hall. <laughs> yeah.
1: um, I think it's fresh just because Eric, the owner, you know, he's he's been in kind of the, the music game for a while. But I think he just kind of I don't know. He has a way of just dealing with everything and letting people kind of do what they want to do. He's super open to everything. I remember when I had my first headliner show in December back there and I was asking him I'd never headline a show and I was asking him yo can we do like a a video screen can we have this and can we have an auto-tune mic and he's like yeah do whatever you know I played at venues that you know some people are just like hey kid just go up and and do what you got to do especially in Toronto but here it's like he I don't know it seems like He's part of like the new revolution of new artists. If he's not even an artist, but the venue's not an artist either, but it's kind of the new landscape of music. I see. I think that's coming up, and he's just like super open. It's a, also just a great venue. Like it's. Well, that's you know, what I
0: was going to say. If you're talking about sound quality, it's fantastic. they got it nailed. Man. Yeah, and um, their guys running the board are talented. Amazing, hell, yeah, man. and uh, yeah. Anytime I, I know somebody that's playing the and they're, they want to bring their own sound man in it, I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, don't do it. Yeah. I, like, I get that you want to bring your own board guy in, mm-hmm. your board up, But there's something to be said about trusting the guy that knows the room. The exactly. guy that built the room. The yeah. Guy, like, bought the speakers and all the mixing devices and everything like that. So, yeah, that's one thing I really appreciate, appreciate about warehouses. I mean, it's simple. Mm-hmm. It's a square box. Yeah. Bars at the back. So you don't. Like, there's no distractions up front, and mm-hmm. it's just a wall of music. And they got... You can never have too many subs. No. They, they got the low end of that thing
1: mastered. Yeah. Like, it's... Uh, and even, like, the lighting is insane. I love the stage that is so high up. Like, it's funny. Um, mm-hmm. You'll play shows and you're three feet off the ground to people, which is great, but this is, like, you could feel like you could stage dive if you wanted to, even though I probably wouldn't, but it's, it's still <laughs> cool to just be, like above everybody you can see farther obviously now and you can really see how many people are there and, and the lighting like everybody i've ever talked to is like dude the lighting there though weirdly enough it's just amazing like they're great with it well i think they've added the lights as they've come along yeah because
0: i don't remember the lights ever impressing me but you know mm-hmm. and i've been there recently uh we did uh, vaudeville was a an event they had on their ect right. I was uh, doing a vaudeville event there and uh yeah i just i'm an audio guy mm-hmm. and so i always go back to the guy on the board i'm like dude yeah really and i'm i'm also i'm probably not the guy to walk up to him if he sucks (laughs) and says like dude what are you doing yeah but like when i'm the guy at the back looking at the dj and telling the board up uh the dj's trying to get your attention like yeah you know so you don't have to worry about that There,
1: these guys are they're uh, they're professional you know and i see i i've only met i've only met the sound guys a few times when i've played there but they all seem like relatively young guys. Like they, they love what they do. They're, they're mm-hmm. passionate about it, and they're great at what they do. So it's, yeah. it's always a pleasure. And then Eric, I mean Eric's like a, a gem. Like he's just mm-hmm. a great guy to work with. And I played there maybe three or four times now, and every time it's just he's super open to you know what do you want to do, how do you want to do it. Um, he's just yeah a great guy. Mm-hmm. I, I love the warehouse, and that's the thing. I, I want to play there as much as possible. Like, I'm. Um, I don't have anything in the works right now for a tour, but when I ever kind of decide to do one, that's where I want to start and end it. two shows, just one, and come back and play the right. warehouse because I love it there. It's great. Cool. Yeah. Now, Speaking of uh, music, we uh, What do you? How much you got out? How many albums do you have? Uh, I have two mixtapes and two EPs, one okay. um, every year for the last four years. Oh. Okay. Yeah. With and the fifth Where do we get play. it? do we have um, to buy it or can we stream some of it or you can stream all of it so, the, so you're, um, you're giving it away giving it away okay. yeah um the first two mixtapes because they're kind of like um they're a lot of them are heavy sample based so with spotify and album music originally when i put them out i tried having them on there but there's a lot of problems with getting the samples cleared so they're on soundcloud i on thought my you SoundCloud. built
0: all, i thought you made all your samples no Oh, okay. So um, I used to. You I used do. To, I you do, do make some samples, but yeah. sometimes you borrow them or sample. Yeah, I and mean, that's why they call it a sample because you're taking it from someone else, right? Exactly.
1: Yeah. A lot of the a lot of the producers that I know, they'll do sampling, and a lot of the time it's cleared, or a lot of the time it's royalty free stuff. But for example, like way back then, I wasn't really looking at that kind of stuff. I was like, I just want the music. I just want to do this because mm-hmm. a lot of the artists I grew up on were doing that, and all their projects were on their website or SoundCloud or anything. So. The first two, um, A Moment in Time and Aesthetic Sound are both on SoundCloud. Yeah. Um, and then my two EPs, There's No Samples, There's Nothing, um, Days of Summer and Out for the Night. Those are both on Spotify, Apple Music, anything. Um, those are probably what people would know me most by just because when I tell people to go to my music, you know, when you say, check my SoundCloud, a lot of people are like, oh, okay, what? But when well, it's like, well, here's my what Spotify. Do you mean? What do you go- it's oh, kind of like you're an amateur. You're, you're, yeah. You're, you're... I mean, not that you're an amateur, but there's kind of been this whole movement of like SoundCloud rappers. Have oh, you heard anything about that? No. So like, um, it's interesting because a lot of the SoundCloud rappers. So for example, like, um, like Lil Pump and Lil Peep mm-hmm. and, um, like Ski Mask, the Slump God, like all these different artists all kind of came up from SoundCloud and then they kind of hit it big because they got popular off that. But it's, it's kind of like, and the great thing is, is they've all branched away from SoundCloud um they're kind of you know obviously doing their own things they're all huge artists now but the thing is with it is like they kind of get stereotyped as these soundcloud rappers if they all have different color dreads and they have these face tattoos and they're talking about all this trap and they're doing all this stuff which i love i love that kind of music but i don't know it's kind of become a thing now if you're like oh i'm a soundcloud rapper it's kind of billed as a bad thing which is weird because it shouldn't be but Mm -hmm. it's just i guess it really is so when i tell people you know the main thing I tell people is go onto my Spotify, go on my Apple Music, because I would say that those two projects are my best work anyway. Um, but for the people that really want to like get into it and really see like the older, older stuff, like my very first stuff when I was fifteen, is yeah, the SoundCloud. And I mean the projects that are on Apple Music and Sound are on Spotify are on SoundCloud anyway, you can stream all of it at once. Um I wish I hope one day I know Drake just did this, he just re released um his uh mixtape from two thousand nine, So Far Gone. And uh, it was a 10-year anniversary a few days ago, and they just re-released it, and they had to clear all the samples. So I'd love, like, one day I could just, like, put those out online right. um, and put them up. Because, like, there's a lot of... I think there's a lot of good songs on there. There's a lot of um kind of, like, blueprints for what I'm doing now. It's funny, when you listen back to some of my older songs, you're like, oh, I definitely see why you're doing what you're doing now because you tried it on this project. or <sighs> Yeah. So there's a lot of, like, groundwork laid in those. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I would. I mean, hey check it out if you want soundcloud uh everett champion you know spotify apple music everything you know try to get it to as many people relentless pimp (laughs) uh
0: self-pimping uh so tell us about like how do you how do you look at your music then like the maturation project process from the early days what was your music like what were you singing about what were you what were you weak on what did you have to improve on and what have you tell us how you see your own work because i know we're artists like somebody said to me the other day jimmy you're an artist i'm like well i don't pl- i play three chords yeah <laughs> i can barely keep i can keep time with my heel yeah um uh but if you look at it this is an art form of you course know, talking to people of course um, it's hard so, it's a hard and thing I'm to do so freaking critical it's like before we went on air i'm like yeah you know all that 610 work i did mm-hmm. when you can't see my face and i had a producer and yeah. you had to hit the hit the mark to, for the commercials, mm-hmm. and you didn't have to do anything to b- just be an on-air host. And there's a different style to radio because of the times that you got to hit. There's a cadence, and there's a kind of there is a a real it. proper cadence. So, welcome back. This is a Jim Fannin Show. I'm sitting with Ever Champion, and we're going to talk about this now. And on the way out, it's a different cadence. and I yeah. love that.
1: Exactly. Because yeah. I'm a
0: radio guy. I look at this stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> 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 I, I, like I'm actually going to try and design the set. To only focus on the guest. Interesting. You'll hear my voice, but you won't be able to see me. I'm I'm wondering if I'll like it more. And when I listen to it on the podcast, I like a lot more. I don't, hey, I don't have a negative body image. I can look at myself.
1: Yeah.
0: The point I'm getting to is I'm my biggest critic. I bet you you're probably, the artists are usually the most self-critical, right? I think you kind of have to be. When you look at your work from a critical standpoint, Mm. talk to me about, you know what you had when you were fresh and new yeah. and that maybe has gone away now that you want to try and get back and, yeah. and
1: things that you've muted that didn't oh. work for you that you're now perfected or mastered. Of course. Um, I mean, so it's interesting. I So like I said, I put four projects out. So there's a lot of time and a lot of stuff to grow from and a lot of different attempts and different things I wanted to do. So I think when I was first starting out, it was interesting because I was just trying to do as much as I possibly could and really show to really the people that I knew, like that was kind of it, right? It was like, I didn't have a fan base at all, obviously, because I just started. So I was really like, okay, well, my friends and people, and especially I have to like this. So I was making music that was very similar to like what other artists that I was listening to. Like the first person that comes to mind is like Hoodie Allen. I don't know if you ever listened to him. So he's a fantastic artist. He's still doing amazing stuff now. But when I started listening to him when I was like 13, 14, was all sample based and kind of like, fun but interesting songs and i think that's what i really wanted to do so my first project i was like it was 12 songs every song was supposed to be there's a whole every album i have has like a theme to it so this one was like it was called the moment in time and it was all around like keeping in time and there was 12 songs the 12 numbers around the clock every song was totally different from everything else and i was really just trying to see like what styles that i like so there was like a super trap song there was like a love song there was a heartbreak there was just me rapping for six minutes i was like let's just try and find what i like and then going into my second project aesthetic sound was like let's kind of do this on a more cohesive scale let's bring it up to 16 songs let's you know take the elements that i liked from my older stuff um which is funny because it was older stuff like i six months before i put out you know (laughs) i'm like all right the old stuff was cool but what are we doing now it's like it literally when i was younger six months ago yeah it just (laughs) came out but i was like okay what are we doing now um, so there's definitely stems of a moment in time into aesthetic sound. Um and then every project just kind of been like taking what I know and then improving on it and kind of getting the stuff that I know I'm not good at. Or the stuff that I'm I wouldn't say I'm not good at, but the stuff that I need work on, improving that work. So going into aesthetic sound, I was like, you know, I'd love to do a little bit more singing. I'd like to do a lot more energetic samples I'd like to like bring this up to a new level like a moment in time was like the blueprint this is like building the house so aesthetic sound I thought was really cool there was a lot of stuff but there's a lot of work that could have been done even listening back to it I'm like oof Like, why, why did I say that or why did I do that really? but I still like yeah like I you mean you look at your old stuff and it kind of makes you cringe a little bit it's weird it's like I wouldn't say I'm one of those people that's like, oh, I hate it. Turn it off. It's so garbage. I'm like, no, it's great because I, I said it. It's funny. I said it on my very first project. It was like, I make music for me, but I release it for you. It's like, I, cause I listen to my stuff a lot, which is funny. Like it's definitely like a narcissistic thing, but I love listening to my own stuff. Cause like I make music that I would want to listen to uh-huh. and it's all based around what I'm listening to at that time. Um, so even like the EPs like days of summer and out for the night were completely tone shifts from aesthetic sound, but there was definitely elements brought in from that. So when I did days of summer, which is like seven songs. Um, it features, I would say my biggest song, uh, mama Sita, but it's got like all these summer, there's waves, there's all this pop singing, there's all this stuff. And I really took elements from other songs that are on other projects that were like the summery kind of vibe. Uh-huh. And I was like, I figured the EPs would be kind of like almost like a little experiments. Like let's do one project, all of just like summer and love and drinking and having fun. And then I did out for the night, which was released last year in 2018, um, which was like, okay, I want to maybe let's do some stuff. That's like more trap stuff. Let me kind of talk about some more stuff. That's like all at a house party. Um, So I would say like, lyrically everything's improved obviously as i've gone on there's lines that i look back and i'm like oh god why did i why did i say that but in the whole tone of the song i'm like i love this song but there's a few things i want to pick up on so lyrically i'd say i'm at the best i've ever been um and that's not like a again like a narcissistic thing i just know like i'm as best as i've ever been now um making songs i think there's there's definitely a huge improvement i would say like the new stuff that i'm doing now that's not really out yet is like there's stems of the old stuff in it. There's there always will be. Like I'm never gonna be, yo. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get tattoos. Like I love to get tattoos, but I, I'm not gonna get face tats, and I'm not gonna be rapping about I got the bag, I got this, because I don't. Like I'm 19, I don't have <laughs> money yet. Like I'm not. So there's always gonna be like the most brutally honest stuff, and I think that's another thing that actually I think is in the most honest way in the music now is like the first stuff I was doing. Everything I've ever said on a song has been honest. Like I'm never like. I got the money. Like maybe at that time I just got paid. So I was like, I got money right now, but like there's my always full, my full of, of tens right now, but singles. Yeah. I just got some toonies lined up, but no, I think it's like, there's definitely, I don't know. There's definitely a lot of stuff that's staying with me, especially the honesty, like mm-hmm. this new music. So I'm working on my fifth project right now. It's going to be the debut album. I haven't really given a lot of details about it, but I've been teasing on social media a lot. Um, But what I tried to do was, like, let's be as brutally honest with people as possible. Because if I'm going to put something out that people are finally going to pay for and it's going to be, like, a real project, I want to give people, like, something to listen to. Like, I don't want to just be something you can get from anybody else. So every single song, I remember I sat down in my dorm in Toronto because I'm going to school in Toronto and would just be like okay <clears throat> here's a situation that happened to me and i made every single song about a girl a different girl that i met and there's not one song on the project that's about the same girl
0: is this how you're trying to attract women or it, uh, when it you're works. done no, with I'm them you're <laughs> I'm getting it doesn't
1: but <laughs> okay, what i was you're like you like, done I'll write a song about you <laughs> <laughs> but like what i was thinking was like Let's let's write the exact scenario, how it happened and challenge myself to make it rhyme and make it a story, a story that people would a find relatable or be fine. Interesting. Like, damn, that happened to him. Like, oh, that didn't happen to me. Or it's man. I've been there. I've been exactly there. I know exactly. That's like, I love this song because it's speaking. no when I
0: start saying I've been there, when I'm listening to an 18 year old's music,
1: 19 yeah. year old, you're way I'm back. Damn. I'm kidding
0: <laughs> This kid struggles just like I do man. We all do I mean that's Hallelujah. why I think like
1: artists like Billie Eilish do so well If you ever heard her She's like what 16 And she's making this amazing music that Everybody's like I love I feel that And I'm like she's just in high school <laughs>
0: Because of the vulnerability and the honesty Of just totally. putting it all out there Totally And I think that's why people Do you think you have to have a certain level of I don't give a fuck to put that out there Or um... do you put it out there with, the, with no one Hey this is really
1: opening my heart for knives and arrows to fly. I think it all depends on the song. I think it's like, there's definitely an attitude that you have to be able to put out your like brutally honest truth. Like there has to be some sort of, I don't give a fuck to it. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. but I think, I think if you kind of get to the scale where you're like, you know what? I don't really care anymore. But at the same time, like I want people to know what's up and not just be like, here's my story. You better listen to it. It's kind of like, Hey, here's my story. But like, take a second and does it mean anything to you? Mm-hmm. And that's mainly what I've been trying to do. And it links back to what I'm doing. Like I was always honest on every project I've ever been on, but this one's like straight, just honesty. And it's funny because I think that's where the best stuff comes out of. Like there's people that are going to listen to it and be like, I'm telling a story the moment it happened to the moment it ended and nothing is wrong. Nothing is fake. And people are going to be like, damn that happened to me. And it's weird because it's so real. I'm not tailoring it to anybody, but it's such a, a personal thing that people listen to and they feel, man, that happened to me. It's like, what are the odds that this thing is going to happen to you? And that's, what's so great about music is like, you don't really know it's a story that other people could get until they tell you they've got that story, Mm -hmm. you know? So,
0: wow, that's fascinating. So what, what do you, what are you hardest on yourself about? The hardest thing, like most critical and, and, and probably unnecessarily too, right?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Um, I think, I mean, my main thing is that I want people to remember me as one of the hardest-working artists and not just, like, I want to be a great rapper because I don't want to be the next Drake. I don't want to be the next Jay-Z. I want to be the first-ever champion. Like, I want people to look back and be like, man, you know what? Yeah, I did this music, but wow, he had a lot of stuff going on. Like, there was a lot of detail. There was so much stuff. So I think the main thing is that, like, you know, that's up to me to kind of figure out and how people are going to remember that. But the thing people care about the most is the music. So I think the hardest thing I'm – the thing I'm the most hardest about myself is – um, writing verses like writing stuff It's like, yeah, I could write I could write a verse right now and it'd be like, okay, I didn't have any time, but like, I think the hardest thing I'm about is taking my time and really being like, this is what I want people to hear and that's how I want it to happen. Like anybody could freestyle, anybody could write something down, but I think hard, I'm most hard about myself is making every verse count because that one verse, that one song, could be the song that gets you there. Hmm. Like I th- I forget who told me it, it might have been Dano years ago, but. I think someone told me it was like, act like every single song is the one that's going to make it because, you wow. know, it could be, you never know. I could blow up of a song that I put out when I was 15. Someone could discover it and that's it. So I think I'm most hard about myself is putting in that effort and doing it hmm. um, because like some songs you go back and you're like, what was I thinking? Like what, you know what I mean? So with making this album is my main thing was like, I'd write a song at night. Like the main, I only wrote songs at night for some reasons because I like doing that. And in the morning, I'd go back, and if I was like, this is still a good song, we're keeping it. If it's not, it's like, tear it apart, because I don't want people to see it if it's not the best thing I've ever done. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's maybe, again, maybe that's a narcissistic thing. but Okay, I'm going to stop you with the narcissistic thing. (laughs) I want
0: to reset you, because I think we we talked about self-created lies earlier before we started the tape rolling, right? The tape rolling. Our recording devices. We don't have a VCR. We're not rolling tape.
1: I wish. That'd be kind (laughs) of (laughs) cool.
0: Okay. I don't believe it's narcissistic to listen to your own product. You have to listen to your own product, especially if you enjoy it. Yeah. You listen to it because you're like, oh, shit, I didn't hear that drop. Yeah. That's a mistake. I won't do that next time. Exactly. Or I really, hey, I've listened to this 50 times, and for the first time, I'm hearing that pause and how really that set up the next verse. Yeah. Okay, so I don't believe, and I... I think we all have narcissistic tendencies. And I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm sure you're not referring to yourself as narcissistic, but it's strange how when you get a track in your mind and you start saying, you, that's the third time you've said it now. So yeah. i just written, this is how why I love people. Of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, because I think I can help sometimes because it's like, bing. You know, the yeah. first time I heard it, second time. Oh, okay. Three times now. That's too much. Yeah. I listen to, like, I have everything I've ever, every call that I've done to a radio station is recorded mm. somewhere. <laughs> um, it's not out there for other people to listen to it's for me yeah because as soon as i get off the air i want to listen to it to hear what i could do better or Mm -hmm. where i screwed up or if i was funny or what. and it's not part of entertainment because i don't entertain myself very often sometimes i really (laughs) i'm like whoa you know like you know And you look at somebody you go that's hilarious sometimes you you hit it and you go wow that's you know if i had if i could do that every time yeah um so I don't think it's narcissistic to to, to listen to your own stuff because you have to to be a yeah, critic. That's true. Um, the what's the, the, the second point you said something about narciss flew out of my mind now. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, that's the third time. But um, yeah, I, I think that we're all kind of on the spectrum somewhere. Of right? course, I think you now with have to Trump be. in office, we know what yeah narcissism all about. Even there though, like, I mean, Trump is if nothing else, he's fresh. Because we've (laughs) never had a politician that like this guy. You know? For sure. For sure. Nothing else. And I, I never paid attention to American politics until Trump. Mm. Now I can't look away. Yeah. Now I'm really educated on Nancy Pelosi and OAC or AOC or whatever they are. And now I'm really looking at it. And I'm not, I wouldn't have voted for Trump. I'm not a Trump fan. Yeah. But I wouldn't have voted for Hillary either. But, uh. So I think it, it, it's interesting those those tracks. Yeah, we, of it'll, course. It'll come back to me the the, the other instances yeah, that you made uh, in reference to narcissistic because uh, I think we're all on, on the spectrum somewhere, but and we really know what it looks like now. But narcissists don't have they don't care about anybody but
1: themselves. That's true. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So maybe. I just
0: don't want you to get in the habit of putting yourself in that camp.
1: Oh, I appreciate that though. Yeah, maybe that's what the one thing that I'm too hard on myself on is that like I like I know right now that i'm the best rapper alive because i have to know that like i'm not saying that i'm like yo i'm better than everybody else but to go up on stage and to do what i do i need to believe that i'm the best it's ever been interesting you know so that's when maybe it comes in where i'm like oh I shouldn't think narcissistic
0: mentality exactly yeah but you you kind of have to you You know when i when i
1: work on a song and i'm like this is the best song ever made i kind of have to think that obviously i'm like Oh, well, there's way, there's songs that I wish I would have wrote. But if you go in like, and, eh, this was okay, then what are you doing? Like, mm-hmm. I, You need to believe that everything you do is the best you've ever done. Yeah. Because then you're going to keep making the best things you've ever done. Yeah, You know what I mean? That's interesting.
0: Yeah. All right, so we've uh, really gone on a deep dive. And I want to get into <laughs> Dano and the, what the, his mentoring has meant to you. Yeah, I mean, of course. He, whether he knows it or not, he's kind of mentored me uh, yeah. too. Uh, even if it's just a short conversation outside of my uh, office talking about sobriety, yeah, I had him on a, a few weeks ago. Um, he lit the view count up, which yeah. didn't surprise me at he all because he's got a lot of fans and stuff like that. I'm so proud of that fan yeah. or that band. I've been a fan, uh, you know. I like to say I've been on your jock since the beginning, kid, and since you too. Top. I've been pimping you since the beginning too. Yeah, so. I really appreciate and, you know, that. I, I love that uh, that idea that you brought forward, and it reminds me like. When I'm sitting here with you, like, it, it could be it could Jay Z, it could be Gary V, it could be Dan O'Shea, it could be yourself. Like, to me, it's just a comp. Like, I don't get starstruck so much. Yeah. But it's almost like I've got you here because I believe that y- you are that star now. Yeah. Thank and you. And also, it, I, um, even though we're all on the journey, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hurricanes blowing up in the last five years. Um, mm-hmm. And. <clears throat> I think it will be interesting if you come back in 15 or 20 years when you are rolling up in a limo. Yeah. And the <laughs> yeah. the studio's a little bit different and you're and you know, I and I can say, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was your boy back then. Yeah. And we, we'll still be hopefully you'll still have the same oh, head on your sure. shoulders and stuff Hopefully, stuff like that. <laughs> so, nah, yeah. Yeah, so no, I'd like to I, come I appreciate back. that 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 take that you brought up because I think I look at it like I treat you all like rock stars and that if you're not hitting it the way you want to be that you will be soon and that when you do you'll be back yeah you know to talk even though when you're driving up and you got handlers and you hey you know at some point you're gonna i'm gonna call you and go yeah jimmy you really need to get a hold of my manager for this. (laughs) one day i get a manager
1: one day but no i'm just kidding with you So
0: um, now that we talked about the, and we'll get back to Dan in a little bit, but uh, I want to do a kind of a deep dive because I don't really know you outside of meeting me a couple of times. I know your dad, but uh, like, and I don't know how long you can uh, freestyle on who you are, but like, I I, I come up with questions like, I want to know, do you drink? Do you party? Do you, do you, do you puff? Do you, do you have a girlfriend? Do you have faith? Mm-hmm. You know, like a, like who's ever champion? Fire, fire you away! You, you asked me a question. Oh, yeah, no, you it. An like just start up, like start from wherever you want, and tell me, you know, using those kind of as a, a starting point of uh, like sure. what you're up to. Because um, I know this whole thing—you're not supposed to say you got a girlfriend. No, nah, I because. then you'll never find one yeah (laughs) no every
1: girl wants to know you're single or they want not buy your record (laughs) man um no i'm lucky enough to have a great girlfriend right now which is great um it's funny because uh we were talking about it recently where it's like it was years of like the lonely writer writing songs about, man i wish i had this girl this girl broke my heart and it's finally like i got a good girl and it's like i can write some love songs now like it's great so I am happily in a relationship right now. So sorry, ladies. I'm there's <laughs> there's no ladies that are interested in me, but the one that matters is all that matters to me. So, oh boy. um, yeah. Well, so for anybody that doesn't really know, then I guess, um, so my name's Everett Champion. Um, I'm right from Saint Catharines. I was born in Hamilton and then came right here. Um, but I've been making music since I was 13. Um, again, right. The reason I started making music is because I had a girlfriend when I was like. Grade seven or something, so not really a girlfriend, but I was like, Oh, I want to express my love for you. How am I going to do this? So I remember I started writing poems and I was like, Well, this is kind of cool. And my friends were one day, were like, Yo, let's freestyle, let's put on some Mac Miller RIP, Mac Miller beats. And I was like, (sighs) Cool, let's do that. And they were like, Yo, what we're going to do is like, Everybody take 15 minutes, we're going to play a beat and then come back and just write like a verse and come back and record it. And I was like, Cool. So I was like, Well, I wrote poems. I was like, I guess I can do this. And it's like the most awful verse I've ever written, but it was like what I started doing. And we came back in and we just put the beat on, had somebody recording on their phone that this was like, yeah, 2012, 2013. And, um, everybody wrapped r- the verse and then i went and i wrapped mine and they were like did you write that and i was like yeah no didn't you guys write yours and they're like oh no no we all copied ours from like wiz khalifa songs like but you wrote yours <laughs> yeah? i'm like yeah yeah that's what we were doing and they're like no but like that's good like you should keep doing that so i was like okay so i started so writing right off the bat you had positive
0: uh reinforcement Posi- which is
1: amazing yeah um but i guess to get away from the music for a sec yeah so um i'm 19 um birthday was in december um I go to Ryerson for media production. I'm in my second year. I'm loving it. Um, it's great. Holy cross guy. Um, St. Francis, St. Francis. Yeah. So that was also a great place to be. I met a lot of great friends. I still have now. Um, yeah, I'm in Toronto for school. I'm making music as much as I can. I'm going for media production. So I'm doing audio work. I'm doing video work, graphic art. So I'm kind of doing as much stuff as I possibly can. And at the same time, recording music. Um, I'm trying some other questions. I party a lot. I would, I would say, I don't party a lot. That's the thing. <laughs> I party with only people that I know. Like I'm, I remember in high school, even they'd be like, "Yo, we're going to this party," and it's like this guy, like we're going, and I'd be like, eh. "Like I don't know." Like I, I kind of like partying. I only really party with people that I'm like super cool with and like hanging out. Um, I don't smoke at all, like anything, um, just for personal reasons. I'm like, I'm good. I don't know, nothing is not anything too drawing to me. But uh, I drink here and there. I like whiskey a lot. I guess that's maybe some of the reason why I'm like some an old soul. Like, I like cigars. I like whiskey. I like Sinatra. Like, I like that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, But, yeah. What's your I mean, whiskey? Just Jack Daniels. J.D. Classic. Oh, J.D.'s yeah. classic. That's Tennessee whiskey. That yeah. whiskey. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fireball's good, too, though. Um, yeah, too much sugar. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> what do you drink? J.D. straight or? Um, J.D. straight or like Jack and Coke. Just simple oh, okay. stuff. Like, yeah. I'm not... I don't know, I'm not one of those guys that's, like, going crazy, like, I like... Um, Single
0: malt scotch and you know, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love to,
1: like, I'd love to go to, like, a like a whiskey and, like, cigar club one day. Like, yeah. I think that'd be dope. Um, but, I don't know, I kind of keep everything pretty simple. Like, I only drink, like, Coronas and um, Cronenberg, like, 1664. Um, light beers. Light beers, yeah. I don't know, I'm not... I don't know, I, I love having fun, obviously. I Like, I made a whole album about being at a party. But at the same time, I'm like, you know... I like hanging out, but I'd rather be doing work as, like, weird as that sounds. Like, I'd love to just be, like, I'd rather be at the party, or I'd rather be at home with my friends hanging out than at right. some big party. Like, mm. I'm in university now, so it's, like, oh, these big parties. Like, I mean, it's nice because at Ryerson, we're in the city, so there's there's no parties at all. You'd think there would be a condo parties. Like, nothing. And it maybe it's because I don't involve myself with that scene. But, I mean, even last year, me and my friends, we'd go to, like, a few of the UFT frat and i'd walk in and i'd be like this is great this is cool but like i can only be here for an hour like i'm not gonna stay here i'm not gonna pass out here and wake up tomorrow morning i got stuff to do in the morning like i got a life to live you know um i was not knocking anybody that likes to party all my friends like we love having a good time but i don't know i i got i mean i turned 19 in december and haven't been to a bar yet i bought just bought beer for the first time like two weeks ago because we were having like a potluck at my house like I don't know. I'm not like a crazy party guy, which is funny because I'm sure people are listening to this may have heard my last project out for the night, which is all takes place at a house party. And I'm like, I'm drinking this, I'm doing this, which to an extent is true when I'm at a comfortable setting. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know right now I'm the happiest I've ever been, which is weird. I'm only 19. So there's not a lot to build on from that, but no, I'm happy. I'm, I'm making the best music I've ever made. I have great friends. Um, I don't live too far from home where I'm homesick all the time. I can Come home on the weekends, no problem. Got a great girlfriend. My family's doing well, so yeah, everything's everything's great right now. And cool. it's just trying to, you know, make the name more public, get the brand out there more. And then, you know, when I start releasing the singles for the album, and you know, that's I want people to be ready for them. So, yeah, that's me. <laughs> cool. So, uh, what do you do for money? I work. So I work at the um, I work at the outlet mall. I worked okay. uh, at Saks Fifth. So I've worked there since I was sixteen. I also worked for um, Bell. Like I worked for um, 105.7. I worked for Easy Rock. I worked for Hits FM um, during the summer as like a um, I forget what the exact name was, but I go runner, promotions guy. Exactly. Or, yeah. So I'd go to events. We'd set up the tent, and I'd right. be there for six hours, handing out stuff, talking to people, trying to get the brand known. Great job, which for was, a guy like you. Yeah, it was great. It was good money. It was great hours. It was I, you know, it was nice because I got to go to all these festivals and all these events where I was like, oh next year i want to play here write it down great now i know where i want to now i know these festivals that i probably didn't know of before um but yeah i'm always i'm always working like trying to you know i there's as you know and i'm sure a lot of people said there's not a lot of money in streams for music like there's a little bit coming in which is nice but it's mainly shows and then just straight work is not not as like a music thing but um i've been playing a lot more shows lately which has been nice um so money's coming in from there but yeah um hmm. yeah
0: so you gotta have a real job to do what you love for. yeah a passion.
1: which is great because i love the jobs that i work when i'm not doing music and then if i can make money from music like i a little bit i am now from shows and streams it's like great let's even those up you know what i mean but yeah no it's everything's cool it's like um you're in a good place in a good place yeah, yeah you know awesome. it's nice I'm off. I'm off drinking like pop and stuff. So I'm just drinking water, keeping healthy. Uh-huh. Gotta get that that summer bod. So that sugar, so <laughs> no good. man. It's not good, you know. Yeah,
0: and you can drop twenty pounds. Uh, I dropped twenty pounds in just a matter of weeks, just by wow. going on uh, no carbs, no sugar.
1: Congrats! That's amazing. Yeah, well, that's well, I'm awesome. off it
0: now, uh, but I, I need to get back to it because when you got to be prepared to eat just meat and cheese mm-hmm. and greens and no. Starch, no bread. Yeah. No, like bread is like a butter delivery service for me. Yeah, uh, I feel that being Italian,
1: I'm like, where's the bread? Oh, what do we? Where's God. the olive oil and the vinegar? What are we doing? You know,
0: Italian. So who's Italian, Italian in your family?
1: Uh, my mom's side's Italian. Oh, okay. so my mom's. I'm half Italian. I don't think it met your mother. I don't. I don't what's your know mom's if name? you have uh, Terry Terry okay. Champion. Okay. Um, maybe you, I don't know if you met her or not, but yeah. So I'm half Italian and then half um British, which is weird because it's obviously not, not a country. But it's um, well. Usually,
0: British means you're like a Heinz 57, all kinds of white things.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like my dad's side is like, um, you know, one grandparents from like England, Scotland, Scotland, Ireland, Ireland, from all over. So German. Yeah, half Italian, half British. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So Um, you get
0: some. uh, You you get some. uh, Some roots. Some roots. (laughs) I'm trying to
1: put the Italian more into like my character. Like that's why like I like Sinatra. I love Frank Sinatra. Like I love that. I love well that and era cigars. was awesome, oh, amazing, yeah. yeah,
0: um even though it's kind of like, and I think that's the other thing you refer to, like I'm writing the best music of my life right now that yeah that's not a narcissistic thing to say because no. you expect to be like it you don't expect to be good and then you hit a valley and then you know, you get good again, and then you're that's garbage the again, and up. stuff like that um, yeah it's uh is similarly, we've never been at a better time to live like oh, i mean you yeah. wait you i'd love to grow up i'd love to walk with jesus back in the day but oh, come on throwback. i love my cell phones <laughs> um you know it was great in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s and we all had those those but like for people that are bitching about what pronouns they want to use mm. like are you are you kidding like yeah. this is the this is what you got to be worried about. This is the best time.
1: Yeah, we're definitely in like we've, a great time right now. Well, it's it's only getting better. Yeah.
0: Like I mean, we've come out of some really bad stuff, some war and slavery and just you know, way we, we treated people and just yeah. racism and stuff like that. We're better than we've ever been right now. And yeah. you guys you guys ty- time to complain about this kind of stuff? Yeah, I mean, if, I mean like if you went out your door and you had to worry about the black plague that'd be that, quite would, the, be, that that'd would be that would suck the time yeah so yeah I, I think similarly when you say hey i'm writing the best music i've ever written that yeah. like that is uh that's, yeah, that's it's the truth true. yeah <laughs> and, i mean
1: that's the thing i think we're at like a great time obviously there's still a lot of problems going on like there's oh, yeah. a lot of a lot of like shitty things happening mm-hmm. um we got a long way to go but we've come way to a go, long way and only we,
0: in 50 or 60 years i mean come, yeah like you know? it hasn't been that long we've been
1: yeah, we. Yeah, I mean, it's a great time right now, at least, to be a teenager, just because it's nice to see. You know, it's weird. It's like we, a lot of people live through all the bad shit. You know what I mean? Like all the wars and all this horrible stuff that's gone on, which is nice because it's not nice to people to live through that. But it's nice because now we've kind of got the aftermath of what's happening. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's a lot of problems that we as like teenagers and as youth that we have to fix. Like the Earth is destroyed. Mm-hmm. Like you know, so we're we're working on that. We're trying to fix that. You know, there's still a lot of problems with you know, police in the States and racism, a lot of shit, but it's, you know, it's at a good time now where people can, you know, hopefully we can figure out these problems. Like they've happened for so long. It's like, you know, the generation before us was, you know, it seemed like now we're the generation that's like, okay, can we just like put all that shit aside? Like, can we fix the problems that we have? Like the earth Mm. is fucking dying. People are getting killed. Like teenagers, black teens are getting killed. There's okay. a lot of things happening. Okay, you since know?
0: you brought this up, I want to I want to kind of give you my take on it. Yeah, you know, go for it. I don't want to deep dive into political stuff. Oh, me I neither. respect <laughs> you Being,
1: being a, an artist
0: and stuff like this, but since you threw it out there, yeah, um, I will agree with you. This is this is the best place that we've yeah. ever been. Oh, of We're course, more yeah. progressive than we ever have been. Of course. Um, for me, what I'm struggling with right now is freedom of speech and mm. truth. Okay. And your truth and my truth is not truth. There's truth mm. and there's opinion. So exact- my opinion or whatever. But you know, when Oprah comes out and says, "Speak your truth." No, mm. your truth is called an opinion. Um and I I love that you brought up There's some really shitty things going on. Yeah, of course. So you have to balance that with we've come a long way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But there's still this injustice. Yeah. but There's a couple things I rally against, and these are these false narratives Mm -hmm. that the the media is really bad for perpetuating. Mm -hmm. And a lot of Hollywood stars are bad for perpetuating. And when you're sitting on your couch and Chris Rock comes up and says, white cops are killing black kids. Yeah. It actually doesn't. It's not true. Like he said this on his latest, dropping N bombs like crazy. Mm -hmm. I mean, back in, like I I went to school with all Italian Catholic school with Italian guys. I mean, the racist slur on the playground was your go-to. Yeah. I mean, it was not hurtful. Yeah. It was just. It was kind of like, loving teasing, and so one of the things I'm rallying against most lately is these false narratives that have come out. And and I, again, I want to balance we've never been in a better place with, yeah, some rapists get away with it. It's not cool. That doesn't mean we live in a rape culture. Mm-hmm. You know, this uh, gender pay gap. It's explainable. Women go out of the workforce for a long time to have babies. You mm-hmm. know, M- most women are driven like men are. Right. I say most women because, you know, stereotypes are there for a reason because they're pretty accurate. Men. Are delusionally obsessed with success and having a better car than their buddy next door. Mm. You know, they don't compete with women very often, but men are now saying, "I identify as a woman and going into a UFC cage and beating the shit out of a woman." And he's still he's yeah. still a man. I mean, and here's the thing: I just uh, go again, for it, I want to get it. too deep on this, and I'll let you say your piece on go it. For it. The facts don't bear out. Uh, hey, we've got racism. Yeah, it happens totally. all the time. Uh, it happens a lot less than it used to. We're getting yeah. better at it. We still got a long way to go. But this thing, this Black Lives Matter w- that was created on the lie, and I'll say this, that white cops are killing black kids in disproportionate, indis- indiscriminately. Yeah. It's not true. Yes, does it happen? And when it happens, oh, we're insane about like, that's not right. But it's just like the facts, the FBI stats do not bear it out. Like, the, what the facts bear out are black people are killing black people in huge numbers, not white cops, not white people. Like, So if you're going to start a, yeah, black lives matter. Of course yeah. they do. But if you're going to start a movement based on white cops are killing black people, and, and, and like you have a better shot of getting co- uh, uh, shot as a white person by a white cop than you than a black person does by a white cop. It just is not happening. So... Uh, you know, I'm really sensitive to p- yeah. We've come a long way. We yeah. got a long way to go. People still get away with, like I said, rapists fall through the cracks. They get weak sentences, but it doesn't mean we tolerate rape. We no. don't live in a rape culture. Like, you want to see a rape culture? Go to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, like that's where it's okay to rape your wife or or kill her. Yeah, in an honor killing. And you come to North America and you think, no, we take ra- we take racism pretty pretty seriously we take rape pretty seriously and you know i'm just a little sensitive to this idea like no, nice. we've got a long way to go but telling the media and and stars going out and perpetuating lies that actually are, are easy to get behind yeah that black kid he didn't have a gun he turned his back and the white cop shot him in the back hey shit happens i'm not explaining that away yeah like bad things happen yeah but for the Like if you look at the stats on murder, it just it does not bear out the facts that white cops are shooting black kids. You just just I think
1: it's I think it's and I I appreciate you stating your opinion totally. Um I think it's more it's it's not that it's like such a black and white issue that it's like white cops are killing black kids, it's that like black kids are getting fucking killed everywhere and so are Mm. white kids and so are things. But there's school shootings, there's all these bad things happening. Mm -hmm. And I think the whole like black lives matter, of course they do, and that's I think it's not such like an issue where it's like Black Lives Matter. Equal. We need to stop white cops killing black kids. Mm. Black Lives Matter because black people are as equal as we are, and it doesn't matter that you know it's a white cop killing a black kid. It could be a black cop killing a black kid. It mm. doesn't matter. It's the fact that like you know too many people are getting killed. Too people are getting killed, especially in the states. Yeah, and I mean, but that's the thing in the states, but it also happens here, but mm-hmm. it's not as like a big issue here. It's still a huge issue. It's just the the occurrences aren't as big here, you know. Well, there's not as many of them, despite the fact that we have so many guns in Canada. Yeah, we do. But at the same time, you can go to like a, a liquor store in the States and get a gun. Like that's the crazy thing yeah. about it. Right. Like, and you open a bank account to give you a shotgun as a, as a yeah, guest. like that. That's what I mean. It's like, we're at a great time now because I think we've come a long way from where we are. Definitely but we're at a great time now because we've realized what the hell has been happening. Like the generations before us. And I, and I I don't mean to isolate you got your, you and your generation, but it's like,
0: don't ever say that again. I'm your generation, generation. generation. (laughs) but it's like, you know what I mean? Like years,
1: years before us, like fucked up the world. And it's like, great. Thanks guys. Like putting it in our lap and it's like, yeah, there's huge problems. And it's like, I don't know, for me, I'm I'm one of those people that obviously I'm some white Italian kid in a black culture of hip hop. Like that's people may look at me being like, What are you talking about politics? And we're talking about this stuff, but it's like, you know, black people are getting killed and that needs to stop. The earth needs to be saved, you know, and at the same time like just giving my opinion about it. Like I'm totally with do whatever you want to do, believe if you want to identify as whatever, like do it. Like I oh, think yeah, there's there's such there's so much criticism on people that you have to be this way you have to think this way and you have to do this mm-hmm. and it's like at the end of the day it's like who cares it's like yeah you know what who i cares mean here's
0: what you call yourself or you know but yeah it's like at if some you at point at some point truth has to enter into the equation i mean if if you say okay i'm gonna tra- i'm gonna you know i'm gonna what do they call it i'm, I'm gonna be a female from now on you yeah all of course be transition else. yeah transition that's what i'm looking for i have no problem calling you she mm-hmm. or your new name or something like that but when it comes down to it When you get rolled into an emergency room Mm -hmm. and the doctor says, what's your biological sex? Yeah. You better damn well give them the one you were born with or you might not get the right treatment. Like the fact is, is that you can't actually, even if you carve everything off and install new pieces, it doesn't make you a woman. And this is like this. uh, uh, What's her name? Um, Megan Murphy. She says, well, this is a man just because she. She's transitioned to a woman and gone through all the therapy and stuff like he's he's still a guy like every cell in his body. Now, I'm not going to I can't yeah. I can't imagine what gender dysmorphia must be to, yeah. l- to like ninety nine point seven percent of the people look down at their junk and say, yeah, I'm I'm good with that, whether they're gay or straight. Yeah. There's very, very small, small, small number of people that don't. Now mm-hmm. I can't I can't ever get with how that must be mentally. Yeah. Uh, and I would never say to somebody, oh, no, you can't s- express yourself that way. Yeah. But again, in like if we're having a factual conversation or you're getting rolled into an emergency room yeah. and your life is on the line, they got to know, and when you die, your bones will tell you what sex you were. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I, th- I find it an interesting conversation, but I, I find that as a broadcaster, as a guy that talks to politicians and, and artists, mm-hmm. that if I don't speak truth and that might only be what i think is truth or yeah, there must be you know some an opinion in there like i'm a man that's mm-hmm. true like yeah. i mean you
1: like yeah the, and that's exactly what you believe yeah of course
0: exactly but just if i believed that i was a woman wouldn't make the fact that i was a man
1: yeah false, i mean i think you know i, I mean? think so, that's the thing it's like a it's, sense of gotta a subject you got to be balanced right? with th- facts you know i mean that's the thing i don't really have a statement on that just because like i don't Obviously, I'm cool with what I am. I'm happy. I know what I am. But for people that don't, like, it's definitely like a hard oh, thing to go through. Can't imagine. And that's the thing. It's like I think I don't know. I feel like I don't have a place to say on it just because it's like I have no idea what that kind of stuff is you like. Can't speak and to it's to like being
0: raped if you've never been raped, you can't speak. Yeah. About being pregnant if you've never been pregnant. Yeah. Got so it.
1: you know, it's it's hard to kind of get into that. But at the same mm-hmm. time, I I get you know people believe what they want to believe, and it's like I don't know. I think. We, i feel like we live in a world where people are just too opinionated about some things i'm not mm. saying you are at all don't get that the wrong oh way. i am by
0: by a long stretch i am and i think this is hey uh it's interesting that you talk about the, you know the earth melting and that we're yeah. destroying the earth i think there is some truth there hey i ran 10 elections as a green party candidate i know yeah you know like i come from a long line like, like 1993 was my first election i was 24 wow. years old and i fell in line with the left the left, you know, so a little bit of socialism, public power, uh, w- woman's right to choose, and all, I just fell in line with that because I was doing a job. Yeah, you know, right. and uh, and I wanted to do the, I wanted to represent the party fairly, and I think I had pretty good ex- success for that. Like even Welland, and you know, and the Green Party's in a much better place now, not just because of me, but I did my part. I was yeah. one of the fifty candidates that kept the party alive in nineteen ninety three. Because if we didn't run fifty candidates, the party would have been dissolved. Right. And I agree with you on, on yeah, we, we need to do something. But now, like, I mean, two minutes ago, there, there was five billion people on this planet. Yeah. Now there's almost eight. Yeah. And we, we said we couldn't do more than six. Yeah. <laughs> and, and tomorrow, there'll be nine. Yeah. And we're going, and we're still here. What do you know? The polar caps are melting. You know, Al Gore told us mm. years ago that by 2020, Florida would be underwater. Yeah. No, Al Gore's not a scientist, but this is the scare tactics that they've all kind of led us to believe. And so I came out very
2: socialist—not
0: mm-hmm. very socialist, but kind of left-leaning tendencies. Cool. Medicare, power, police—there's certain things you need to keep in house that the government needs to run. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but fr- and now that I've gotten older, they say when you're younger, you vote left because you vote with your heart. Mm-hmm. and you want everything, you know, the world to be a better place as you get older and you mature you become more conservative and right wing because you vote with your head it's, it's like well you're young and stupid you vote this way Yeah. and when
1: you're old and wise you vote this way Yeah. And I so, mean I think it's like I don't know it's just like because it's hard because you know I get it because it's like oh you young people you want to do this and it's like yeah, of course we do. Because at the same time, it's, like, great. Like, the older generation, it's like, oh, you kids, you'll you'll get it. But it's like, yeah, but when 20 years when not, – not at all you, but I'm saying, like, an older generation, like, in 20 years when you guys are in, like, a, a nursing home, we're the ones picking up trash still. You know what I yeah. mean? It's hard. It's like – So
0: you really feel like – like we did it to you guys. Like you're not clean- that
1: you did it to us. I'm not, you're, again, you're, not well you. you are
0: cleaning up our mess for a certain extent. <laughs> yeah. And prior generations all the way down. Like I'm cleaning somebody else's mess up too. Oh probably. of course.
1: Like everybody's continually cleaning mm. up. That that's just why I'm I'm like people are like, oh, just you know, but it's fact is this, it's like it's like, okay, but you fucked it up for us. <laughs> so let us fix it first and then yeah. we'll talk about where we're going from there. Okay. So and that's with a lot of things, you know. It's it's you know, the young people are we're the ones dealing with all this shit and i get you know we don't know we're just kids but at the same time like yeah we're kids we're the next generation that's going to be here so future so let's fix the things now while we are empowered to do it because when we're you know when we're 60 going oh it's the kid's problem Mm. we don't want to be that generation because we've seen what happens after generations of generations of people you know people going i'll let the kid i'll litter i don't care i'll let the kids deal Mm. with it Hey, we're the kids now. Let's ah, fix it. You know, if I didn't litter, those guys wouldn't
0: have jobs <clears throat> picking that stuff up. That's the it's, worst. It's I a stupid my cigarette butt goes. It's yeah. a stupid cycle that yeah. I
1: think us as <clears throat> teens and young people and as a generation, like a lot of things, we're just like we're sick of it. Like, who cares? Let's just cool. fix it and let's go. But a hard segue. <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, it's all good though. Who
0: do you listen to? Who you listen to for inspiration? Who do you who you um, up?
1: Who am I listening to right now for inspiration?
0: Like, do you listen to the the daily vlogs or whatever of any, like I, I um, used to, Tony Robbins was a guy that, I, you know, I've got a few uh, religious men that I listened to once in a while because this new way of, say, of selling religion is such a soft sell. It's like Tony Robbins on stage and, and then they bring it back to a scripture mm. really gently. It's not like God, 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 yeah. God. And, and, and the, lately, I'm so fucking cranked on Gary V. He's a cool guy. He's a nice oh, guy. I, he's the, he is nice and the most generous like, I, lately, this is my thing, mm-hmm. and uh, I'll just say what my thing is of course. You, for you, Roll. Um, I'm watching his four-hour uh, vlog of the Super Bowl.
1: Oh, that's dope. Like
0: he's just watching walking through Radio Row, Media Row, whatever they call it. And everyone, DDP comes up to him, um, Dal- um, Diamond Dallas Page. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know He's an old wrestler. Yeah. He got uh, Jake the Snake clean at yeah. his house. A great movie. The yeah. Resurrection of Jake the Snake, if you've never seen it, check it out. I'll check it out. There's just DDP coming up to him, <coughs> and everyone, Hey, Gary, hey, Gary, hey, how are you? So nice to meet you. And he's like, what's your name? He was getting everyone's name. And, yeah. of course, everyone wants a selfie. I'm a, I watched this for about, oh, it's a four-hour vlog. I watched it for about an hour and a half, and I couldn't put it down. Yeah. It's like 3 in the morning. I was like, you know, I'm doing okay. video directing at church. i got to be up in four hours. I cannot put it down. And then yeah. when I shut it off, I can't get to sleep. It's interesting, right? Like, he's so generous. It's like, can we, hey, Gary, can I get a selfie? Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. What's your name? Click. See, and he's multitasking. I just think he is such a sweet, sweet guy. You yeah. know, a, a Jew from uh, Bosnia. Yeah, I think so. No, 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 no. It's Russia.
1: What's the name of the
0: town he comes from in Russia?
1: Hey, he's a Russian Jew. Yeah, he's from that side, yeah. yeah.
0: But he, but, you
1: know, he's like one of the people that I would say like my kind of side of that is like Logic. You know, Logic is an artist from Maryland. He's a huge rapper nowadays. But he's one of the people that I've taken a lot of inspiration from him for a lot of things. Like I wear these glasses because he had similar kind of glasses. I also need glasses. But, you know, one of the things he's having to do with Gary Vee is they've done a few videos together. But they've done stuff where logic, the main thing that I love about him is that he goes up to somebody and they go, yo, I love you. And it's the same thing. What's shakes their hand. Not just, yo bro. Thanks. Peace. It's what's your name. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming. Like shakes their hand. Thank you. You, wanna, you, asks them, you want to, he asked them, do you want a picture instead of, Hey man, can I get a picture? He asked them, would you want a picture? Would you want this? Which is, you know, for someone that's just starting out with music, someone to look up to. Yeah. Like I have, it's great. It's fantastic. I now am starting to get fans. Which is insane. Like it's it's so weird to Whoever me. Whoever thought.
0: Yeah, I'm like thanks. That's not why you started out this no. that, did you always wanna say I'm, I'm gonna have f
1: I've always wanted <laughs> like yeah, I've always wanted to be you know, huge, but it's great because it's finally starting to happen. Like there's a guy who always comes to my show named Brandon. Brandon Russell, I think, or Russell. The nicest guy ever. And every time I go to a show I play, he's there, Hey man, I love it. And I go, I told him, next show I have at home, I'm gonna bring him up on stage and we'll just have a good time together because 'cause I'm like the people now that care about it is the people that are always going to care about it. So that's why Mm -hmm. I want, what's your name? Where are you from, man? Thank you so much for coming. I appreciate you coming. I know you had stuff to do tonight. Glad that you spent the money and came to see me do what I want to do. So I took that a lot of cues from Logic in that sense. I'm telling other people that I've, I mean, I'm big on YouTube, but nothing that's like music related. I just kind of watch a bunch of stuff. Who else am I listening? I mean, I'm listening to The Weeknd a little bit. I mean, do you mind if I just check my my iTunes, who I'm listening to right now? Go for it. damn i'm good to go as long as you want to go um so i've been listening to uh, it's weird i've been to a lot of italian jazz from 1996 no, italian jazz. There's, no italian jazz. there's some italian jazz some um, italian I can say jazz that you're
0: italian but if i try to do that, I get kind of as a, you can't say that you irish
1: <laughs> um i have listened to a lot of listen to the beatles a little bit um logic um the beatles eh yeah, I've been getting into the Beatles a little bit. I feel like I should um yeah. listening to them a lot. Listening to um a few bands uh, lately. One called Coin. They're from Nashville. They do, like pop indie stuff? Um I've also been listening to all, like local guys. Like um Yeah, let's talk about that. Lo-
0: yeah. Don't don't let me get uh done with you before we talk about now, oh. too, but who oh, are you crushing sure. on locally?
1: Locally? Man, I was saying this to this a few of my friends um recently it was like if people realize it or not, there's this new generation of artists that are coming out of this area that are just give us two, three years and we're sweeping this whole place. Like I'm telling you, like artists like Nick B and Pax, I don't know if you ever got the chance to meet them. Fantastic guys. They just started doing rap in the last, I think year or two. Amazing. Like fantastic guys. We've played a few shows. Nick B actually opened up for um, my first headlining show. So he was amazing, but even not even rap, like, there's them. There's Valerie Borghese, like the superstar. She's insane. She's, we we got a few things crazy, coming together. sexy,
0: yeah. and just old. She's school. Amazing. She's like one of those. Who do I refer to? Elise Legro. Right. She's okay. out of uh, Toronto, right? It's like this um, old world sexy. Mm-hmm. Mel um, Mel Monaco's Mom got Monica. this too. Yeah, but she's got this this. Betty Boop, old school sexy. La- it's the Lana Del Rey. With the new school charm. Yeah, yeah. It's the and Lana it's Del a, Rey. such a nice mix with. Well, I can't I can't point to anyone that's got a guy that's got it, but I'm sure there are. Yeah. You know, but I just don't see them that way. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Valerie is.
1: V- Valerie we... My
0: dad, of all people, is the one that says, hey, you know Valerie Bugazi? Like, really? I think I know her mom, maybe? Mm-hmm. And then it turns out, yeah, Lucy's. Like, I worked with Lucy. Oh, I nice. love Lucy. And, yeah. And. And Val is just such a. I bumped into both of them at the market the other day, and I was just like, I could talk to you guys all day. They're, just they're so amazing, sweet right? and talented, too. So. Oh, that's right. Glad what you I mean. brought like, her up, yeah.
1: Yeah, we, um, exclusive, but, um, for this new album, yeah, Valerie's all over it. Like, um, we're doing three songs together on this new album. She does a voice acting job for me on this album. I got her on it. And that's what I mean. This. How did
0: you pick that groove, man?
1: Man, it's I, I, I <laughs> Did saw you know her, her? No, I saw her at a show. You know it was crazy? So and one of the other people Your on her, I was like, Ed, Holy crap, she's insane. <laughs> well, the reason I met her is because my best friend and and arguably the most uh talented artist in this whole city is Nico Trapoti Nico T K. Oh. Like he's insane. Like you, like you if now you haven't checked him out she
0: brought up Trapoti's name too and I'm wondering if just like yeah. I know I know Tony.
1: And Stephen Tripodi is his yeah. father. Yeah. Oh, Stephen. Stephen okay. Stephen Tripodi. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so,
0: well, T- T- Stephen is Tony's son. Son, yeah. And then Nico's So Tony's his... a realtor. Yeah. I call him the godfather. One <laughs> of the coolest guys ever. Yeah. Old school Italian guy. We, we love taught him. Taught me a lot. Oh, I love him. And uh,
1: Stephen's a naturopath, right? Um, I'm not sure exactly what he is, but he is a naturopath. Yeah. So Nico. If you haven't ever checked out Nico, there's one thing you need to do tonight is check out Nico because he's the most talented kid in this whole city. But Nico is one of my best friends. We went to high school together. Oh, okay. So he was like, yo, I'm playing this show, this like artist showcase, and it was hosted by this girl named Ola. And I'm like, okay, I didn't really know Ola at all. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this. She's an amazing songwriter. And I was like, okay, I'll go. It's at the warehouse, sure. So it was them. It was Nico. It was Chloe Rabido I mean, amazing as well. I think it was gin like nicole Sarmonera, if i'm not mistaken i oh no i don't think she was there that was another show but um valerie came up and i was like who's this and she was killer and i was like i remember i walked up to her i was like i'm getting you on my album i was like i don't have an album yet at that time i'm like i'm getting you on an album she's like let's do it i love it let's go she's open
0: to everything almost anything it seems like yeah a really nice girl
1: so there's like okay so there's nick there's dylan so D- nick b and Pax there's nico there's valerie there's jessica wilson amazing like obviously you just talked to her she's mm. fantastic singer super nice girl like i love her um there's who else there's sophia deluca she's amazing there's she's also on the album um, there's Jin, Nicole Salmonera, her band. Like, Filthy. Jin as a unit is so amazing. Filthy. I know people sometimes That's the biggest three-piece I've ever seen, yeah. Amazing. Oh, but yeah. Jin I'm themselves great. Are, Joe's great. Yeah. Um. Nicole's also on the album. Um. I'm trying to think who else. She is just she's killer. such a stud. Yeah, she's insane. And she's,
0: she's got this, I don't give a nonchalant attitude. I know she does, but it's just kinda yeah. like water off a duck's back, it seems she's crazy.
1: And that's the thing. I think there's this new generation of there's these bands that like My Son of the Hurricane's a great example. They're fantastic. I love them. They're amazing. But they're appealing to an older generation. You know what I mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa. But what I'm do you saying mean? because kids older what? Like me? No, not older than you. I'm just you saying. Mean younger that, like, than me. Older. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I'm just saying that there's this new wave <laughs> oh, of artists no. that are like you know, people have been doing it. And the Niagara Music Awards are a great example. We're now starting to get nominations and win these awards. Where the last few years, it's been these people. Like, Brad Battle, fantastic dude. He's amazing. Mount Monaco. Never got the chance to meet her. But they, her band, she seems like an amazing She's person. she
0: a huge game. Yeah, of course. Huge game.
1: And that's the thing. I like that there's these established artists that are doing their thing. They've been doing it for so long. And then now there's almost like a spot. And we're like, all right, let's take it. So, like... Valerie's doing this insane Alana Del Rey crazy singing. Jessica's got these eighties pop synth. Nico's like the Virgil Abloh of music. And then I, I like to think that it's like, Hey, I'm now the rap artist, Nick B and Deepak's fantastic guys too. And they're also in that list, but it's like when you listen to music from Niagara, yeah, there's those people, My Son and the Hurricane, all these great artists. They're fantastic. That have been doing it for so long, and their their audience has grown with them as time's gone on. You know, I don't mm-hmm. know, I I don't know how long My Son and the Hurricane's been together. I know it's over ten years now, right? Yeah. So that's the thing. The audience that's been with them for so long is so far with them. It's great. Mm-hmm. Their kids or pe- the younger generation, we're going, hey, what's up? Now we're here. Let's take it 10 times higher and let's hit all these other spots. You know? You know,
0: I don't think people understand the talent pool that we have in Niagara. It's, it's insane, insane. And I'm and, glad yeah. you brought that up and contrasted it to, to the age and the generations too because, well, my connect was with you guys was from 6'10". Yeah. Okay. So we just—I got lucky. Mm-hmm. I talked myself onto a, sh- a show. Mm-hmm. They gave me a chance, and I—I I loved it, and yeah. I think I was pretty decent at it. And then, as just just as lucky, I kind of came up with this idea. And you know who was the first one? Um, um, Paige Cop. Paige yeah. Cop was the first girl to play in my studio. Nice. She was like 15. Right. She brought her guitar, brought her father, and her, her dad's like. She thinks this is normal. <laughs> she's, a little, she's 15 years old. She's, got, she's playing a gig on the radio, but she thinks that, like this is, she doesn't get how special this is. Yeah. So she played right in the studio where I do my talk show. Right. And then we started bringing in, we brought in Theater Crisp, and we had, them, you name it. Yeah. And X-Prime, back in the day, they played in the producer's studio around a couple mics. That's so going in and out of the commercial, we'd have live music. Yeah. So I think Clark and Lisa Bitter, pretty much, because they had a, a fish and chip place in Niagara Falls called Batter Up. Okay, and they had a couch where these musicians used to play on Anthony Botting. they introduced me to all these guys Corey Cruz Aaron, oh, Corey Cruz, Jay is a Forn too. comes in from Black Flies he lays a disc on me he says here Aaron wants you to have this I go who's Aaron? Mm-hmm. Aaron Berger Color and Light he dropped on me dude I mean I know it's not your genre but nice. this is a top to bottom uh, still one of my favorite albums oh, it's Niagara it's yeah. a Niagara
1: guy that's what I mean it's crazy and right
0: it was the musicians that I got to know through this gig on 610 Mm-hmm. And that it was the touring musicians like Dano that would come in and go, dude, I've been to how many countries? You know, I do some, he used to do a lot of, uh, you know, work in the States, mm-hmm. you know, laying on the couch and session work, right? Yeah. Where he just gets called in to do a drum spot. Of course. And it was guys like that who go, like, you don't get. I've traveled all over the world playing music, and there's nothing like Niagara. And I'm not saying that because I'm from Niagara. It's just the talent pool. You don't understand how deep it is. It's crazy. uh, Jihad, you hear, from Road Waves. He's 23 years old. Yeah. Like, I know that's, like, he's your generation. Exactly. But Road Waves is fire right now. They're crazy. Fire. Yeah. You know, and then I can't even, I'm getting goosebumps. There's so many great artists. At the warehouse, fucking... The they called the, G up on stage the house. with fucking uh, mice on the hurricane, and yeah. you know, there's another gig where I'm like, you know what? I'm not. I'm staying home. I'm it, broke. <laughs> I'm feeling sorry for myself. G's like, dude, why do not you tell me? I I'm like, I know. I'm not. When I'm broke, I'm broke. I'm not going on. I'm not going to call you and go, hey, can you get me in and buy me a beer? Like, yeah. so I just decided to stay home. But mm. when I heard he got called up, and I knew it. Yeah, I'm like, gee, you know, I don't got many regrets in life. Yeah. But I really would have loved to see you get yeah. up on stage with Hurricane. Man, man. The, the like push Sippus out of the way. Yeah, get out of here, Chris, <laughs> <laughs> Warehouse
1: is really this like is, the, is like the the home of all that. Though that's what I love about it because it's it's part of the new generation of like we got a venue for us. We have all of our artists doing stuff together, and that's why it's like it's amazing. Like you know, even Kojin, who I'm sure I don't know if you've ever met him. He's from Hamilton, so he's not really in the Niagara. He's I would still count him though. He's a fantastic artist. Um, He's going on tour. I'm playing two shows with him, actually, two shows in the next few days with him, and he's fantastic. But there's such, like, I don't know, there's such a hot pocket of Mm -hmm. artists that are coming out right now, and there's Mm -hmm. always been artists coming out of here. And I think it's because we're close enough to Toronto where we can have our connections, we have studios, but we also, we're not to Toronto. Like, from Mm -hmm. being there for two years now, I'm like, I love coming home. Because as great as Toronto is, there's a lot of, it's very, it's a super different culture. It, maybe hmm. it's just the youth culture there, but like being here is like great because there it's all, you know, who's the next Drake, who's the next this. We're close enough where we still get, you know, we have the connections we have, but it's like, you know, we're not trying to be anybody because the only artists that have ever come out of St. Catharines aren't these megastars. They're fantastic and they've done what they do, and it's great because we can follow up on that, but we're not trying to reach Drake levels where it's like. That's so hard to do, you know? Mm. But yeah, I know there's a there's definitely a generation and I wish I could name more people, but that's the pe- people I can think of off the top of my head. I mean Ola, great songwriter as well. Um, who else I'm trying to think? Um There's just there's tons of people that are great. Jin
0: is fat. They're the biggest, fattest three piece combo ever. And I remember I introduced Nicole maybe at the same show that you were at. Mm. Or actually to introduce them. I, I remember i had to give her shit because i'm like listen never take the stage without being introduced yeah. you don't just start your show no. you gotta have somebody introduce you so they know who the hell and i always give you guys shit uh, i'll yell from this i have no problem yelling from the crowd yeah what's your name yeah you guys forget to say who you are say it yeah. after every song i me i'm, I'm ever champion i am mm-hmm. whatever you're going by you know what i mean um so uh, let's shift gears a little bit. Uh, sure. Hard segues all the way through. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with anything you got. Um, I don't know if you've given much thought to this, mm-hmm. so I'll put you on the spot a little bit. But I- if you haven't given it much thought, I'd encourage you to give it some more thought and write it out. So you're the Hollywood writer and producer and director of your own story. Mm-hmm. Starts now. Yeah. How's it end? How's like, it end? Like step by step. Like you mm. have a gold out. Uh, like I mean, you can write it. Yeah. I mean, any way you want. Yeah. So it's
1: it can't be a tragedy. No. <laughs> <laughs> <You> <laughs> I hope <know>. not. <laughs> you know, you know. Um I would say, you know what, there's definitely there's definitely checkpoints that I'd love to hit. Okay. So you know, I've um These
0: are ones you've written down and thought out, and given yeah, a lot of Yeah, I mean I to? have
1: like a on my laptop I have like a business plan. You okay of, sharing
0: that kind of stuff? Oh yeah, okay, of course.
1: Cool. So I um I, well I finally hit off one recently. I finally headlined my own show. That was amazing. I finally got to do that. A
0: ticketed event?
1: Ticketed event that you got paid for. I got paid for. It's um, so <laughs> all that was, important. That was really nice. Um, the next goal I'd love to hit is selling out a show myself. You know, um, I'd love to do that. You know, reaching out one day, I'd love to sell at the Meridian Center. It's great because I'm sure people aren't like, well, Meridian Center, like whatever." I'm like, "No, I'd love to," because that's like home. that's our hometown yeah, ACC. Baby. I'd love to play the Meridian Center. I'd love to, you know, I love my album. When I drop this album. Um, I've never worked this hard on a project before so when this album comes out like that's the checkpoint drop the my debut album everything I've done up to this leads to this you project you got samples on this album too? no nothing they're all everything you created original. all your beats? everything that's on that's coming out in the last two years are you no creating samples.
0: your beats or are you getting your boys to do it?
1: I've got producers that I know I've I've worked so the main thing that happens is like I have a circle of probably 10 producers that I like. They're all over the world. You mean beat producers? Beat producers, okay. yeah. So they will produce stuff. They'll put it out on YouTube, or they'll just kind of send it around. And if I find something I like, I'm like, yo, can I use this? And you know, you pay them a lease, you pay them off, and it's like, yeah, here you go. Here's the files, and then you just head it. So, But a lot of the time, it's like, hey, do you think you could add this, or could we do this? Or it's like, this song's kind of missing this. Can I add this? So, for example... Nicole, who is fantastic, I was like listening to a song, the second song on the album, like this is a great song. Nicole, sermonera Okay, so I'm like, this is missing something. I'm like, this is great. I'm like, you know what? What if we got Nicole to do a, like a guitar solo? Just oh, like your a album.
0: I was gonna say. Oh no no! They no, don't yeah, have I, an album yet. And no I'm no not yet. Constantly
1: busting their ass, dude. Get in the studio. I, I'd love to hear an album from them. <laughs> yeah, but, originals. Um, originals would be crazy. Um, yeah. but yeah, like this album, I want to do as much stuff as possible. So releasing it and. I mean, hopefully, you know, it goes, it goes big. You know, I want to drop the the debut single, which I have ready. The single's good to go. We're just working on shooting the video soon. So, you know, a checkpoint. Yeah, I dropped the, the, the single. Hopefully it does well. The album. Years, you know, years up, I'd love to do like... I'd love to go on tour one day. That'd be sick. And it's funny because talking about it now, I've been a few years, I'm going to be like, man, imagine, I'd love to go on tour one day. And then years later, I'm like, I'm on tour. Like that, that was pretty cool to say, <laughs> yeah. but I want to go on tour. I want to open up for some crazy artists. You know, I don't, I love being the headline. I love it being my show, but I'd love to open up for some crazy artists. Like I'd love to open up for logic one day. I'd love to open up for Eminem one day. G easy, Jay-Z, anybody. I'd love to do something and be interactive with those people. Um, the the well one of the big things for me is and i don't think a lot of people know is that all my albums are like connected in like a cinematic thematic universe so there's characters there's skits there's all these things so like i love to complete the story you know mm-hmm. so this album is all it's funny i haven't really given any information about the album but i have no problem talking about it but it's um it's called uh actually i wanted the name That's cool. I'll give the acronym. It's MMA905 is the acronym for the album. But it's all about two guys that were at this party from Out for the Night, this big house party they're at. And they sit down at this diner, and they're going, man, you know, and you'll hear, you'll hear the diner, you hear the plates crashing, you hear these people talking, and it's like, man, is at this party, and I met this girl. And the other guy goes, yeah, man, you know, what are you doing here? He's like, oh, I broke up with my girlfriend. And, you know, and it's these two perspectives of relationships. The first half of the album is all this love song and oh man last night was so cool i did this and that and the second half is more like kind of heartbreak breakup darker kind of stuff but there's a whole thematic universe going on within these albums so Uh another checkpoint to be like tied up and let people know because i feel like i'm saying this now a lot of people probably don't know that my albums are all connected like since aesthetic sound there's groundwork there's locations there's you know right all these things going on so I would say another checkpoint is ex- like kind of letting people know that and getting people along for the ride, and then mm. tying up the story and starting a new one. Because so I think more than anything, I'm a storyteller, more than a, a rapper. You know,
0: right? And so, do you keep uh, putting out your goals and your check—what well, you call them checkpoints? Mm-hmm. It, your, you involve people in that for the from the standpoint that you want people them to, know. to know what it is, so that yeah. you can be held accountable yeah. to it. And, and, I, and I put it not like. Oh, I'm going to quit this today, but I can't tell anyone because I'm going to fail. And then when I fail, I have no one to, you know, nobody's going to be disappointed except me.
1: Yeah, no, I I definitely air Use it out. Accountability. I, yeah, I I air it out because I I want people to be invested as me as a person. I want them to be invested with me as a person just as much as they're invested in the music. So I'm saying, you know, I want to sell at the Meridian Center. I want people to know that and be like, hey, when you do it, I'll buy a ticket. Like mm-hmm. I love because you tweeted about it three years ago. Or, you know, I I remember on uh on my on the very first mixtape I did, I I said. Um, I want to sell with the Meridian, a Grammy in my hand. I want to be a recipient. Like, I, like, I, 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 <laughs> I love I've, when you rap. I've like that. been saying it. I'm like, I want to do. I want to do big things, and I want people to know that that's what I want. So, yeah. And this is another example. Like when I play shows, I want people to come out. I want people to support. Obviously, like anybody does. But no, I definitely air out what I'm what I'm trying to do. Are we following each other on Twitter? Now that you mentioned it, if we're not, we gotta do now. Oh... So if to follow, I'll send it right back. Every champion, every champion. Yeah, I'm following you now. There I can't we go. believe I missed you, bro. I'll get it right <laughs> now. Let's see. Uh, when uh, I get, th- I don't have the Wi-Fi funny. here, but when I get the notification, I'll add it right back.
0: Uh, that's no problem. Man. But I'm yeah, glad to see.
1: Are you on the Twitter?
0: Yeah, I just loaded it up now. As soon as cool. you said, I've been tweeting out about it. I'm like,
1: shit, I don't have you. on <laughs> Here's At every champion, let's announcement go.
0: Announcement soon. New era on the way. MMA, MMA 905 hashtag. That's it. That will make sense. The little later. rose emoji. <laughs> it's a pin tweet. A pin tweet since November 5th. That's not very fresh. No. 2018. It's, so okay. it's been there. I, so, I mean, I started
1: writing this album in September of 20, oh, 2017. Okay. I've been so you're album. done writing. Oh yeah, it's been written. It's oh, just okay. right now it's in the mixing and mastering stage. Who where'd you record it? uh kyle Whitaker strange pumpkin okay that that is my guy i've gone to him since i was 14 putting out music like he is like the best producer the best engineer i've ever met and like yeah we've been working together for years now and it's just show up and he's it's cool we're at that point now where it's like i show up and i'm like can we just do like the thing like do you know what i mean he's like i did it we're good to go (laughs) so yeah he's produced every one of my albums that's been out. jay batty um did three songs on Days of Summer just recording and then Another. Kyle went back and mixed and just mastered.
0: filthy. Beatty was over the other day and you know, I, uh, hey I feel very fortunate. You say yeah, I'll come over hang out with you for oh, a couple yeah. hours. I mean, this is, this is, I'm such a huge fan. Like Aaron Berger calls me Praise Master. Because <laughs> I think it, hey, when I was a kid, I thought it was um, uh, inauthentic mm-hmm. to say, hey, you look good today. Like, I, I couldn't couldn't compliment anyone because it just felt like it just uh, and now i'm in a space that i really get how many guys like you and me Mm -hmm. might have never heard it before yeah or or could use to hear it today maybe they heard it their whole life and it's just maybe they're having a bad day yeah and so i think it's really important one i mean your genre is not, like, where I live. Mm-hmm. I do like your music because, well, I listen to Rock Our Town all the time, and it comes up, and I'm like, oh, I know who this is. And, hey, yeah. th- I haven't heard this one before, and it's actually great. Thank you. I you know, some it. songs I'm like, yeah. You know, I heard a love song the other day. I'm like, what can this kid know about a broken heart? Yeah. He's 14 when he wrote this thing. Yeah. Whatever, you know. Yeah. You uh, Aaron Berger's album Color and Light and Matthew James Blake, I was at the party, uh, you know, he drove me to a party last night. I said, come on in, my buddy's, you know, uh, No problem, Mm -hmm. and it was cool. It was cool because I know Matthew for a long time, and he's never really hung around with my crew. So to see him, to see me with my crew was good, cool for him because he's like, "Hey, I didn't know you were a fucking electronic salesman back then." I go, "Oh yeah, one of the best." Yeah, (laughs) you know, and but um, I I make a point of telling Aaron and everyone. And, and, like, last night at the party, I said to MJ, this kid's one of the best musicians in Niagara. Like, mm-hmm. truly. Like, he's 36 or something years old. He's, mm-hmm. like, fuck, he... And I was telling Billy yesterday, we had, a my brother, we had a job down here. I said, no, I'm putting Aaron Berger on. Mm-hmm. This is... I'm putting the whole album on. It's called Color and Light, and it's I Love It, top to bottom. And I think you'll like every song on it. And everyone that plays on the album is hugely talented. So I put it on, and then it ended. Then I put up Matthew James Blake. Uh uh, Heroes comes up. He did, he played that live. Uh, Make Me Say came up. Uh just an beautifully written, produced and everything song. And then three songs in, I hear this. I'm like, oh this is cool. This is MJ too. I'm tell you know I'm telling Billy, and my brother like, okay, this is Matthew James Blake, you met him before, blah blah blah. And then I hear him, me talking. <laughs> Dude, it's an interview. Really? Like he played it right here. And I got the mics positioned well. I'm getting better at it. I'm yeah. still not pro, but it sounded almost, stu- and I say almost, studio-like because, yeah. you know, that's why I throw all the, you know, the blankets up and stuff like that to take the echoes out and everything. The point of long road that I'm taking, it is the Jim Fannin Show for a reason. There you go. There you go is I don't think people get acknowledged enough. No. Like Aaron Berger's album, Color and Light, was stuck in my deck for six months. Mm -hmm. I cried Mm -hmm. and laughed and got angry through that whole album. Like, you know, a certain time in my life when every song meant something different to me, and I love the love affair that you go through with an album, right? I love it, yeah. Like uh, track three is called In St. Catharines. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, well, it was even double cool because when I I was driving the Beamer, when Mm -hmm. I put the, the disc in, Mm-hmm. It'd tell me what the song's name was. Oh, that's dope. so. I hear the I hear the uh, in St. Catharines. Oh, in St. Catharines, I looked up. Oh, oh, the song's called In St. St. Catharines, right? But I would always skip over Calgary with <laughs> song one <laughs> to get to three. Yeah, because I wanted to hear In St. Catharines. Of course. So, but then when I got in the in the mode of like just starting on three. Yeah. And listening to the whole album, then I'd I'd never came back to one and two. Yeah. So it's strange that now. Six years later, Calgary is one of my favorite songs That's because I didn't really get to it until later in my crush on this album. And mm-hmm. I crushed on this album for a year. Yeah. And then you know what it's like. It goes on your shelf for two years because you're tired of it. Yeah, and you then you bring it around, right Pick out. it it's back so and you're like, you're like, man. I know why I like this. So I say all that to say um, I've become much better at telling people, hey, number one, way to go. Yeah. You're good at what you do. And what you do actually made an impact on me. Mm. Like, it got me through some... And I think music is one of those things that will get you through it. Yeah, of course. You know, you got your... I remember a bad relationship, you know, 20 years ago that I was coming out of with a broken heart. I went straight into uh, typo negative. Mm. You ever heard these guys from Texas? No. They're like... like, Heavy stuff. Like the real black, dark, dark stuff. Hell yeah. And I just hated for months over that thing. And then I went out of it. I was into brooks and dunn for a while yeah i'm ashamed to say that that's, that's the thing though. i think
1: <laughs> music's so dope just because like it's 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 like someone's having a conversation with you but you don't ever have to say your side you can just be like yeah i feel you you don't have to say anything back you're just like i get you <laughs> right. yeah yeah i know what you feel like that's why music's so crazy and i think that's that's actually it's funny they mentioned that though that's why i think um to just bring it back to the album for one sec but like mm. That's why I think this thing is going to do so well, because it's so relatable. And that's why I think Drake does so well. He's the most relatable dude ever. I don't ever. Even
0: know who Drake is. <laughs> it's okay,
1: though, but that's the thing. But, like, you know the name, at right? As
0: soon as they put on that, uh, what do you call it, the mic with the special... Uh, the auto-tune? Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, man. Dude, like that's the thing.
1: the auto-tune, thing. No, The auto-tune slaps. <laughs> but it's like, that. that's the thing, though. It's like, he's so relatable, because he's like this, you know... He's now he's not that much of okay, well, he's still a young guy. He's just turned he's like 32 now, but compared to my generation, you know. Um, but he's just like just this dude that now he's a superstar, but back in the day and he still is talking about things that people are like, "Man, I feel that." Like that's why girls Instagram captions are Drake quotes. That's why it's the number one thing. If you ever notice, if you see a lyric, it's probably a Drake lyric, and that's where it's like, "Damn, that's so that's so cool." And that's what I want to do is I want this to be like the most relatable project ever for any gender, anything. Like it doesn't have to be just a just do a Drake song. It's like anybody can get to what I'm trying to talk about. And that's why I think relatability is the biggest thing you need to have in your music. If you're just talking about, I have the money, I did this. Yeah, it's cool to listen to once or twice. But if people don't have, you know, you're like, I pulled up in the Bugatti. 99% of people don't have a Bugatti. So it's like cool to listen to. Yeah.
0: They don't even know what a Bugatti is. Yeah.
1: But if I'm like, yo, I drove with my black Jeep, people are like, oh, I have a Jeep. My brother has a Jeep. That's so cool. We have the same car. It's like, making relatable is what i try and do and that's what i'm trying to do the most on this album but i feel what you mean like you listen to an album and you're like i felt that man like you really yeah. are like like um there's a lot of stuff that's just like you listen yeah. back and then yeah you put it on rotation and you're like god damn i remember why i listened so yeah much, heavy now.
0: rotation man there's nothing you just get into it so much now i uh tell me if you struggle with this because it's something that i found myself kind of you fall into the trap now okay. everyone says don't compare Go but like I've got some broadcasters that I really like, mm-hmm. like uh, Ben Shapiro. Mm-hmm. It, like I mean, I have, uh, I have less in common with Ben Shapiro than <laughs> anyone. But politically and ideologically, i kind of fall on that conservative side of the spectrum these days. You know, cool. facts over feelings, um, <coughs> free speech. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me there's hate speech. Don't tell me I can't criticize the religion of Muslim. You know, uh, Muslim. You know, like we criticize christianity all the time it's not a big deal anyways i, I i've been noticing i fall into the trap of oh i could never do it that good okay so therefore i'm not going to do it right you know how do you get past that because you've obviously gotten past it because i mean you, i get i get the mindset of i'm the best rapper ever i'm the best interview i'm the best podcast whatever because yeah. if you're not in that place i think it's it's taken me yeah. a long time to get to this place of and i think i'm just slowly getting to it now mm-hmm. of i don't give a fuck yeah what scotty slap 69 says <laughs> that doesn't even have a, a he's got a
1: profile picture
0: <laughs> yeah like seriously yeah now if someone that l- knows and loves me for a long time s- says hey you're a piece then yeah, okay I but probably. even that yeah. I got to put aside and go, you don't know me. You don't know what I'm go or oh, you do know me, but you don't know what I'm going through or blah blah blah. So, yeah. I've been finding lately that you know, I look at the pros and I go, yeah, I suck. No, that's and the thing. And then try and get work work through it, you know. No, I mean?
1: that's the thing though. I I don't think you can look at it and be like, man, they're so good. Why even try? Mm. Cuz it's like cool, well, eventually you'll get to that level. Like that's why I look at it. It's like you know one of my favorite artists is John Bellion if you've ever heard of him he's a fantastic amazing artist and his songs are insane they're crazy and i'm like man like i'd love to i'd love to do something like this but if you think about it where it's like but why even try it's like then why are you even doing this at all if you're not going to try you know what i mean like that's why i see all these great artists that i love and they're they're massive and their their music hits me so hard and i'm like great one day i'm gonna get there i don't have to be there right now i have to you know If I rush to be the best, then what's the rest of the time going to be? If I'm the best Mm. when I'm whenever, you know what I mean? Like it's enjoy the ride.
0: What if you're one of those guys that like wants to be the best but doesn't want to actually practice or work for it? Like you rehearse, don't
1: you? I rehearse a lot, but that's the thing. I
0: think like doing this kind of stuff. If I rehearse like a monologue, yeah, and I try to memorize it, I end up fucking it all up.
1: But that's okay. That's okay. If I'd rather
0: just you know what, just wing it. And but if I forget something,
1: I forget something. At the same time, the winging it could just be your thing. Yeah, well, you can, definitely, you can, you, you can be the best thing. podcast interviewer and just wing it yeah. if you're good at it. Like, yeah, yeah, and I'm, sh- and you are like even yeah, well, those conversations off the like, cuff. Like, it it's is. Great.
0: I don't, I don't have anything. <clears throat> I very seldom research people, but then once in a while, I'll have somebody come on and I go, "Ooh, I should have done my homework uh, on that. Yeah. But I don't want, I don't need to be the guy that knows everything. In fact, no. I don't. I want to be the opposite. I want to be the guy that goes, "Hey, so." Tell me about this because I don't know anything about it. Exactly. You know? Exactly.
1: And I, 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 it's honestly really, it's like, you don't have to be the best right now. If you believe that you're the best, great and keep doing what you're doing. But I'm fully aware that I'm not as good as I'm, I'm going to be way better than I am. And like, okay, so Logic's a great example too. He's one of the best rappers I've ever heard. His lyrics and his everything is crazy. And I'm like, oh, I'm not as good as him right now, but let me practice to get there because one day he won't be here and I will be. You know what I mean? Like, it's just practice because I enjoy practice like i I enjoy working on stuff i I enjoy even if it's not music, I enjoy editing videos, I love doing album covers and stuff like I like practicing what I'm doing because I enjoy doing it, mm. so when I get to that point, I'm like, cool, I really worked my ass off to get here, and it shows and it'll show to other people and at the same time, you know there's people that are looking at you and me now going, man, I wish I could do do what they do you know, I wish it and you go great let me be better so that they can get better Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like there's people that i know that in especially in high school people be like i love what you do in high school i was like 16 i just started three years in i love what you do man i want to be just like you i'm not you know it's like i had maybe one or two people but i'm like Mm. let me get better so that you can get better with me if you can hit where i'm at now fantastic it's not that hard i've only been doing this for so long but when i'm 10 years in hopefully you're five years in and you're doing as where i was when i was five years in you know so i mean that's the thing and you said it you said it yourself there's no rush you know what i mean you you still got half your life left i've still got tons of my life left so i don't Eight need years i don't lucky, maybe 100. hopefully like i don't need <laughs> to be the best in the public eye now yeah. i know that myself that i'm gonna get better and i feel like i'm the best that i've been but i don't need to be the best right now i need I appreciate to, that. to build now
0: so what do you think? Uh, what does the voice say in your head that you've had to overcome? That that biting bullshit lie that Did I have to be the best. No, it's usually a criticism like you suck or you're not good enough or blah blah blah. What is that thing that you've because it's probably still there. It's like your, it's, your um, weakness. It's your
1: the kryptonite.
0: Yeah, whatever the the devil on your shoulder that just goes you're a fucking loser. You suck <laughs> at this or whatever. Yeah. You know. And sometimes it goes back to trauma and early childhood or something like that. But what have you had, had to overcome? Like for uh-huh. me. I would say, I don't know, I'd have to give that some more thought of is yeah. exactly what it is. For a lot of people, it's you suck. You're yeah. you're not enough or mm. whatever. So well, I
1: remember, it's, it's funny you mention that. So I remember when I put out, um, before I even put out a project, uh, when I was 14, I put out a remix of a Hoodie Allen song called No Interruption. And that was my biggest song to date. It had like a few thousand views. I'm 14 going, oh my God, like, this is insane. And I remember I had, like, a moment after that came out when I was working on the next stuff, and I was like, I'm never going to make a song better than this. I'm like, "This. what if I never make a song that has this many views? And I remember my girlfriend at the time was like, then stop then if you don't think you're ever going to hit something. But I'm like, I don't want to stop. And it's like, then don't stop. It's like, there's always that. Like, I still sometimes have the voice in my head where it's like, man, like, that song was so good. Like, can you do it again? But I'm like... Now I'm at the point where I'm like, yeah, I can do it better than that because I'm better than I was then. Yeah, and, you know, I, I'm, I'm not perfect in any regards at all, but I, I think I've kind of just put that voice behind me now. Like, I don't really think about it stuff. Like, obviously I have criticism on my music and I'm like, mm-hmm. Ooh, that song needs some work, but I'm never like, man, what if I ever never, what if I don't have a song bigger than Mama Sita? Cause right now that's my biggest song. And that's what I think people know me by. I'm mm-hmm. like. Mamasita is a great song. It is a great song. Let me make Ma- it's one of the songs I actually know. So uh, thank you, and that's that's great though. You know it, and then it's yeah. like, if I if I stood here and was like, yeah, Mamasita was great that I put out two years ago. Yeah. That was about it though. I'm never gonna make something better than that. I went in and made Juliet, which is the next single, like that was from my for out for out for the night, which I think is on the same caliber as Mamasita. And I'm like, damn, I did it again. And, it's, and you know, it's like, if you keep telling yourself, well, that was good, that was it. I'm never gonna get better then you're never going to get better, right? But if you're like, you know, that was so cool. Let me let me one-up myself. If people like this, they're going to love what's next. Like, that's where I kind of think about things. Because I, I think I tweeted out as well. I was like, Days of Summer had Mamacita, Out for the Night had Juliet, and it's hard to pick which one of those songs on this new album is going to be that song because I feel like they're all that song, you know? I think everything now is, like, better than anything.
0: It's, yeah. it's been a while since I heard this one me, me too I good still play too, it live and I'm like oh <laughs> I forgot that what are you rapping on stage with the Hurricane
1: when I when I go up on stage with them off the top of the head Freestyle. Yeah. yeah you freestyle that yeah I mean I have the first four lines always written and then everything else like there's videos on my Instagram that's me doing it this is also a good song this is uh, Grace did me, it not me play? and Nicole
0: oh yeah it's Nicole there did it just go did it not play the whole song
1: it might uh is it on Spotify. Oh,
0: I think it is a Spotify. Man, might
1: just cut out then. Yeah.
0: This is Nicole. Me, Nicole. Auto-tuned.
1: Uh, not no, I don't, I don't think Does so. This I think it's just straight. Yeah, I have a little like. I uh, I can't
0: tell you how much I love she's Nicole. Crazy, she's right? just
1: so fucking talented she's and so
0: you. She's just uniquely herself, style. and she she doesn't seem to give a fuck, yeah. which I just love, especially in a girl because, I mean, it's. Being a girl's got to be tough, man. There's so much pressure yeah. to look perfect and everything. And I remember the first time I introduced them on stage or whatever, she had her hat turn around backwards. I'm like, "How the fuck old are you, kids? And you're <laughs> not even allowed in
1: this bar." She was like 16 at the time. Yeah, she's crazy. Just right. filthy, man.
0: Yeah, and Just, she, she's she's on the a new talent. album
1: as well. So you're gonna yeah. that's the thing. I think that if you're if you like all these local artists, you're gonna like this new album because what I aimed out to do was. Go. That's my boy. That's me and him. Sounds good. But that's the thing. He sings and he raps. He mainly sings, though. Actually, do me a favor. If you're on Spotify, just look I'm up. I'm just um, on your webpage. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: I'm in the Spotify channel, though, so it's only playing like 20 seconds of him.
1: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. But we did a song called Anesthesia on Out for the Night. That was his his insane vocals. He rips a guitar solo, and yeah, he's crazy. What's it called? Uh anesthesia. It's on out for the night. It's the black and red cover. Text from my ex. Yeah. <laughs> I could have written that one. That's a good song. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nico there. Yo, my face is so hot, so the ice make a How Hottest girl on my school with my shoulders. I'm not a chain but i can pull you
2: girl's just fuck you're good man <laughs> thanks man i love it I <laughs> thank love you it. i'm thank so you.
0: fucking proud of my boys and thanks, all man. my girls it doesn't matter what sex you are or what you look like it's just all just about the good such music a filthy 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 amount of talent that i thanks man i can't i have a hard time getting over it for some reason it's uh it's crazy thanks um, man that,
1: that's the thing i think if you like all these local artists you're going to really like this album because my main goal was to like Involved, like I said, there was like that new movement. So I wanted to like capture that movement. So like, I'm trying to think everybody that's on it. So, um, a lot of people that I know that aren't like professional, like they're not like these, you know, like artists, artists, but they sing really well. So, so that's a good song too. For <laughs> that's for my ex. That's for my ex. I love that. you. Like, oh, that's a good song too. They're all my <laughs> songs
0: and they're all good. And I'm not being a narcissist. Nah, I, just like <laughs> I, just, I oh, listen to them. And I like them.
1: But so that album's got, uh, Nicole, Valerie, Nico, Sophia, Um, who else is on it? Um, Isabella. That's out for the night. No, that's the new one. Oh, this one only has Nico and, um, my buddy, Chris Kelly, who is a fantastic artist as well. If you ever listened to him, you should, he's just starting out like in the last like year, but
2: yeah,
0: Okay, so the auto not the fucking end of the world. No,
1: it's <laughs> nice. See, <everybody, laughs> it Travis Scott's whole career is auto-tune. It slaps? It slaps, dude. It's, it's, that's where it's <laughs> didn't at. Didn't auto-tune, you know what? When it started out, people were like, oh, you don't have to sing anymore. But it's such an instrument. Like, it really is. So when I did a show in December, me and Nico, um, we, he was my DJ for the night. And we have, like, an auto-tune mic and yeah. it's 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 not just like oh i can just sing in this thing you have to know how to use it like it's a real instrument so like that's why people are like oh you can't sing but it's like dude it's so hard to use like it's not just like let me just sing because it fixes it it's like you know you have to like put enough power into it you have to know when how to, when to back out it's when a to whole move process yeah, yeah. Whole, yeah so yeah but i'm glad you like that stuff man i really appreciate it yeah no i've been a big fan for a while
0: and uh I'm not sure how much we got up and running at at, uh, rockertown.ca, but I love that uh, Rockertown tweets every five minutes (laughs) what song's playing on the station. Best out, And it's uh, commercial-free. And, um, you know, I appreciate... Thanks for uh, finally uh, accepting me as a friend on Facebook. I think (laughs) you're like... You know what? I didn't realize I waited about three fucking years Years. before I
1: accept this. Oh, it's Jim Fenner request. I know it's there. You see it all the time. I didn't know. (laughs) I didn't. Legitimately, I didn't know. And then I was like, "What? Why am I not?" And I was like, "Okay." Well, because I was like going to hit you up about the thing, yeah, like coming here. And then I was like,
2: I I thought I did. I was like,
1: okay. I was like, that's weird, but yeah. No, I'm (laughs) I'm happy. I'm here, man. I really appreciate the
0: opportunity, man. Uh, I forget where I was going with that. Sometimes I lose my train of thought. Oh, it's it's okay. So uh, I. The it's artist my, way. It's not the end. Of, oh, uh, Rocker Town. So I just happened to take. Okay, so I got a, a Saturday night playlist that I put up on Saturday night sometimes. Yeah. And I just have it repeat over and over. And there's about 800 songs that play. There's about three days worth of content. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't hear a repeat for a couple days. Yeah. But in that one Saturday screenshot, I get all my favorites. Like I got Mice on the Hurricane, Theater Crisp, all my Burger Blake Gould black flies, like you name it. There's a whole group of guys there that I put in that I want to hear mm-hmm. on a Saturday night. And it's well, easy is a Easy yeah. E C right? Yeah. Easy yeah, E C but just, I don't mean the re- because I know you're going by every no, 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 it's okay. And dude, I know there is a champion already. But I just love the last name. Yeah, it's a too. champ. It's a winner. It's you it's know at. what I mean? It's like well, who the fuck would go away and make fucking four letters their their name? There you go. You know? So a good good branding call on yours. Yeah,
1: I got it for my birthday, so thanks. So I took <laughs> okay. a
0: screenshot of it. Okay. And uh, that's where you see because I there was a. There was a couple of her champion songs. You're yeah. like, hey, bro, thanks for playing. Well, yeah, out of the ten songs that were there, three of them were yours. I know. I like, was like I was damn, coming up on the rock our town. Yeah, and I'm like, holy, I saw shit, that. And every I was champion's like, I was got like, like three songs in there. I was like, hey man,
1: that's dope. I really appreciate it. <laughs> and
0: uh, and hey, I only do it because I want to give you guys some pub and stuff like this. And you know, so there's there's some things I'm probably gonna have to work around. One, it's 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 not generating any income revenue stream at all. Right. And. You know for something to you know unless I just you know not even selling many houses these days so something's got to pay yeah of and the other thing is is that I want to give some money to the to the to the artist too when I mm-hmm. play this stuff because you know one uh, an artist said the other day uh, are you paying uh so can fees I'm like so can fees yeah dude we don't even there's no income yeah like we're not we're a non-profit. we make zero so I don't Probably am stealing the music. Probably <laughs> playing it without the rights to play it. Ah. But I'm just using the library that uh, Keith had. Like, mm-hmm. This was Keith's baby. He Keith Bellamy died about a year ago now. Oh, I'm sorry. And uh, he, uh, it was his creation. I didn't want the files to die. There's a lot of good stuff in there, so I just kind of threw it back up. But of I think course. he was paying. No, everyone watching right now, all two people are going to say, "Hey, we're not paying so fees. I don't want my money." Uh, so I didn't put it up there to as a to make money off it i don't i just want to i want to pump it up but what i'm what i'm saying is if i don't have your full discography or whatever we call it Mm -hmm. i know i've got moment in time yeah because i have that physical cd like i bought that one yeah i remember that um so i know i've got that one but uh i might have to get some hard copies i don't think i've got aesthetic sound
1: yeah, I can get you one. I love if yeah, I love if you played something stuff that one too. too eh? Nico's on every project I've ever done. I and mean, that's that's one of the main things is that so Nico's like my best friend. Like Nico's the guy like he's he's a legend like in my eyes. Like he's a year younger than me, but Good he feels family, like he's man. 25 years like ahead of me. Um but no, one of the main things is like I will always have Nico on a project. It doesn't matter where it is, when it is, if I have to fly to he's Who's a this? tour. This is um Devin Baldwin. She's uh, this is a sample, but she's um, oh, okay. she's a great pop singer from the Bay, from Oakland. She's amazing. Um, but the main thing is like, yeah, Nico is like, if, even if I have to fly to New Zealand because he's on tour, I'll get the vocals from him because I need him on every single project, just as like a respect thing. Like he's he, on tour in New Zealand. No, I'm saying if, when oh, in 20 years when he doesn't matter, yeah. like whatever <laughs> album I'm on, I will always get him to do something because just out of respect, like he's my brother, like I got to. I haven't Alina, heard this song in a while
0: Alana, Alina, Alina
1: oh Alina Baraz Alina yeah Baraz. she's an amazing singer too she's um that's the thing it's funny like these what's the there's a Beastie Boys album Paul's Boutique that just samples that's yeah. what these two projects are like like they're just sample me rapping on different beats and people's things and really mixtape. like that's really what mixtape culture was and is uh-huh. still uh-huh. so I was really honing in on that but yeah it's funny I haven't heard a lot of these songs in a long time It's it's funny
0: yeah, here to stay is the number one, listen to track there.
1: Here to stay is a cool song. Oh no, Runaway. Runaway is a cool song. Yeah, uh, Runaway is a good one too. I think I didn't. I missed these ones because I was scrolled down. Oh no worries. Runaway was track two on Aesthetic Sound. Yeah, yeah it was like the first song. Song the first uh, first track on Aesthetic Sounds a skit, but this yeah, is it's like
0: the number one listen to track on this album. That's in awesome this, in SoundCloud. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, pe- it's weird because people really like this one. It wasn't like one of the singles or anything. I was just like, it was how I started the album off. But and this is uh BB Rexa, who has a song with Florida Georgia Line right now, Jeezy. But yeah, Halsey's on this project. Like, there's a lot of like different artists that are just kind of all over the place. But I love it because it's just like it's my right. little. I don't know. It's like it's like I'm collabing with these artists that I'm, I've never met yet, but it kind of feels like I have. You know? Let's collab, man. Let's work. Let's grind. <laughs> Rise and grind. Let's get it. But. Yeah, this is a this was a cool song too. I remember doing this song.
0: It's got uh, some good back uh, bass beats.
1: People, yeah, people always like Runaways got some good beat, uh, got some good bass. I'm like,
0: thanks. You need it. You can't hear it on the speakers here, but you can, you know, it's there. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna cut you loose to uh, just to respect your time and. Oh no, uh, rush! Daytona 500 is coming up, and oh, yeah. we can only t- we can only bar people <laughs> for so much, uh, uh, so much longer. Anyways, I'm I'm, re- I'm really proud of you, man. Thank you, you very you, much, you're, man. You're I appreciate doing, it a uh, lot. You're doing the hard work, and uh, uh, Dan O'Shea is a good boy to hook up with, man. Ooh, and Dan really, he's helped so many people, and myself included, even on the sobriety, you know. Yeah. Um and uh g sharp you hear again a good friend, a friend of mine younger guy he's like 23 years old mm-hmm. deeply wise just yeah. a wisdom that has a, a profound effect on me and we're not the same generation i can say that you can't <laughs> um and so inspirational you know he can talk like mm-hmm. talk and talk and talk, and but he's uh, he's got a great heart. He he actually cares about people, and this mentoring comes very naturally to him. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to see you hooked up with him. I'm so proud that he calls you up on stage.
1: Man, me too. Like if, if even just to talk for one sec, like Dano is like I hope he I like I know he'll see this. Like Dano is like one of the most, and if not like the most supportive person I've ever met, other than my parents obviously, and obviously my family. But like. Even from the beginning, like, I met Dano because I was learning how to, I was taking drum lessons um, all over the place, just different places, since I was eight, I think, until I was, like, 14, like, I'd been, no, maybe I was, like, seven or something like that, but um taking drum lessons then one day my teacher who I had was like oh he quit for some reason I was like okay and they're like we're just gonna have this guy come in for a few days and it was Dano he's drums at music city on uh a, on Lake.
0: A scrub fill in they teacher. were like yeah
1: he's just gonna come and I was like okay cool and he was like super cool and he was like yeah I'm just gonna start like he started working there for a bit for like a few years I was going every every week for an hour with Dano and it's the playing the drums versus talking Talking way became more than the drums. Like, I would sit down on a drum set, and I wouldn't even pick up the sticks. it would be like, so, like, what's new? And we just chat about music, and, man, we're playing this show. And I remember he first told me, like, my son, I got this band called, like, My Son, the Hurricane. We're kind of, like, doing some stuff right now. This was, like, 2014. So I'm like, oh, that's dope. And he's been so supportive. Like, anytime they're ever back home, i just be like, hey, man, do you, can I open or can I do something? Oh, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get you on the bill. Like, I still have posters from those old shows. But like Dano's, L three or whatever. Yeah, L three. Um, where else? Um, mansion House. Mansion House. Uh, Matte Cafe played there with them a few times. Fitting all of them on that was crazy. But I remember like oh, literally man. like my whole career. I remember even you know what's funny? I even remember telling Dano I was like I think I'm gonna start doing rap and he's like really and I was like I think I might start doing music and he's like you should do it like let's like of course and then I went and bought equipment from Music City and like started recording at home. But Dano was like you know and anytime I'm like hey man what do you think of this we went on um, we went to um, uh, what was it called Clarksville Clarksburg Ontario, which mm-hmm. is, like, just around north of Guelph. And I, I was like, hey, can I, like, intern for you for the summer, last summer? And he's like, yeah, we're going to go to Clarksburg. You want to come and you can just open up? And I was like, sure. And, like, shit. I was like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh- <laughs> so he's, like, one of the guys that I, I, like, eternally, like, I remember even writing on all my – whenever I put out a CD, I bet it's still on on that Moment in Time CD. All my, like, thank yous was Dana O'Shea. Like, uh-huh. he's the guy that really – Made me do this and has supported me in every single way. Anytime I put out a project, he listens to it. He supports it. Like he criticizes it. Yeah, of course. And like he tells you what you could do better, what you did well. Exactly. Like he really is like the god to me, which is crazy because he's just like he's just a genius to me. Like I love everything he does. And you know, I had that headlining show, and he came out and he was like, "Yeah, like I'll just hang out and see what's going on." He messaged me after uh, Warehouse. Oh, yeah. And he, he hit me up. He's like, I love the show. Like it was great. And I was like, that's it's so it's so nice. And like he introduced me to so many people. Like yeah. those little venues. Like we met at those venues, for example. Like I met so many people just from him being like, Do you want to come open for half an hour and do some songs? I'm like, I would love to. Or going up, like I I I came up on stage with them on when they uh, played in the soil two years ago. I was, was there. I, got, I filmed it. it did you get the it? link on Facebook? Oh, you did. Yes, yeah. you're right. I didn't yeah, make yeah, it public
0: yeah. yet because I didn't know. I'm really funny about that stuff. And I don't ever want to put something up that you go, fucking take that down. I yeah. don't really want anyone to see that. Don't you know I was sick that day or something? Yeah, it's a dangerous so, and game. That, I did that about a year ago. I just found it. I'm like, oh, shit. I wonder if this kid even knows this exists. Yeah. So I uploaded. I'm like, hey, I've never seen it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's private. Yeah. Nobody else. It's an unlisted track, anyways. But uh, Still, but I remember. I'll make it public if you give me the permission. Sure, to. of course. Yeah.
1: yeah. I remember, though, he, he was like, yo, can I. I literally went with my dad and I was like, let's just watch the show because it's gonna be a cool one. Do you have any idea how many people were there? I don't remember. It was in oh, the a few hundred. hundred. Yeah. It was in the
0: tent on James Street, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so,
1: so I remember I was there and they're doing Pigeon Park is a song I always go up and do them mm-hmm. do it with and they're like, Everett, come up. And I was like, Okay. And I walk up on stage and just the fact that like and Jacob's amazing too. Oh but they're man. just like yeah, one of yeah. my favorite
0: kids, man. Yeah. He's such a nice he's boy. A nice guy. And yeah. I talked
1: to Dan, I just like walked up, he's like, Yeah, just like do it. It was cool. And then we played at Lee's Palace. Um Three four months ago, and the same thing. Like I was. They're just, going back. They're going back with yeah. the revive the rose, which is gonna be a great show. I'm gonna check out that band. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great band. They're they're blown. I love but, you know, Andy. They're part of that generation too. They're yeah. also killing it. Um, I knew
0: Andy when he was this big.
1: Oh really? Yeah, well,
0: I was engaged to his aunt. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's so crazy connection. I know the whole family, all the Mantini girls, and mm. and their husbands, and, and another really cool yeah. family, the Spagnols, and
1: them, yeah. them, and um and we'll, we'll wrap it up whenever you want you, you just tell me when we're done yeah. but, um <laughs> even in that oh, new generation i forgot like revive the rose and like avenue in or two other people that i'm like ooh, they're amazing i'd love to put them in that group too but no dano it's like even Jake rose avenue in? i I don't know i've never really met them but i've been to yeah, a few of their shows I'm pretty sure it's Jake they're, rose. they're amazing um mm-hmm. but i i remember i went up on stage in the soil and dano was just like you got it like go for it and i was like few hundred people and i was like let's freestyle okay cool and even we played lee's the lee's palace it was just kind of like yo let's go like uh, come yo, up on, let's i was go. like yo can i come up on stage She's like yeah let's go like of course like i he's so supportive he's amazing so i guess i'll go with dano all day he's my he's my guy
0: yeah i know it's, it's funny because he, they are I mean, comparing dano and, and jacob two super nice guys but in totally different ways yeah for, for sure jacob yeah. is just he, he's. I love the way he's just so laid back. I love it. Like he's, he's just. He's like you know what, and Dan was a lot more serious. Like he's. I call him the business end of the Hurricane. Right? Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure.
1: <laughs> but that's why he does best, right? He's, um, he's crazy. I love it. You I, I love the whole band of us in the Hurricane. You know, they're always swapping out people. Excuse me. They're always swapping out people and doing things, but like everybody I met from that band is so great and they're so talented. Like. I'd love to do, I'm really starting to diversify my music, so I'd love to do a song with them, but not their kind of style. Like, I'd love to, like, put some horns and, like, a guitar solo and, like, Jacob's Crazy Ad-Libs into a rap song, like a, like my kind of rap song. Oh, like, I think that'd be amazing. Like, yeah, I'd love well, maybe to Maybe you
0: should have them guest host on your album. I, I want to. I, I, I you, want to have do. Have you done anything on their albums before? No,
1: I'd always love to, though.
0: They put up a, they have, they've always got guests mm-hmm. on uh, Ashley... Ashley Standish is doing on
2: one. Mm-hmm. She
0: does a little panel. You know, actually, she's got a whole song, I think. And uh, yeah, so you'll get there, man. I'd love to. Uh, anytime you know, anybody wants to ask list. me for a
1: feature. And that, and that kind of goes to anybody. Like, I'm, I'm never, I've am I'm i never. interacted with people, and I try not to be this person where they're like, yeah, man, like, I got this song. If you want a feature, it's like $200. Like, come do a verse. And I, or like, I've asked people, and they gave me that response. And I'm like, hmm, no, like, I don't want to do that. But like, I'm open, like, literally anybody that wants a verse and that's why i think and jessica mentioned it like i love to do stuff with jessica because she's so not my genre but i still listen i love her new she song can't figure out a a genre her, her new genre, genre changes her, every week but her new song though underdog oh, i can't get it out of my head it's i listen to it track. once i
0: can't really like again that's not my genre either but yeah. i listen to the song it's killer it's so embarrassing when you're going around <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's so good. Last night I'm rolling with Matthew, mm-hmm. and his songs are stuck in my head. So you know how you sing them out loud, you get yeah, a you you're kind of but, uh,
1: how you, yeah. You're humming along. It's his song. Yeah, he's with you, <laughs> and he's like, it's fucking so embarrassing.
0: <laughs> same with Jessica, like. I like the song. It's, you know, I'm prouder. She did great, but it got stuck in my head to the point that's, that. That's like, how you know it's good. Yeah. That's how you know, but like. And it's not my genre. It's just mm. not, but.
1: It, it's kind of becoming my genre, though. Cause it, I like 80s synth pop stuff. So do I. Yeah.
0: But I don't know. I haven't heard it enough. Mm. Uh, but the first time I heard it, I was just so surprised that it stuck. Yeah. So I got a Mice on the Hurricane. I'm just. It's a parade, but I thought this was just of you. It might maybe, be the whole song. Maybe you're at the end of it.
1: I think I was the second or third guest verse on that. Because I oh. know Jack shit was there. I think so. I think Jack shit was there.
0: Oh, yeah. Here you are coming. Is this you coming on stage now?
1: I have the Canadian tuxedo one. I, I didn't go on till Pigeon Park, though. I might be like oh, no. three quarters of my Oh, I don't know where that set.
0: clip is then, because I don't think this is it. And I think I tagged you. I think I put your name on it. This is just the
1: parade. Oh, it's okay. I got, I got a clip of it on Instagram anyway. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. But no, like... From a different shot? My dad just, like, filmed it. Oh, okay. and It was, like, perfect. But, like, yeah, I, I'm honestly, like, Jessica saying that, like, I'd love to work with Everett. I'm like, I would love to do, write for anybody. I'd love to work on anything, like, any genre, like, open call to literally anybody. Like, I'd love to do any music with anybody, even just jam or anything. Like, I'm mm-hmm. a lot of time in my room writing and doing my own thing, so I'd love to, like... Like Jessica mentioned, we we were talking about doing a song a little while ago. Like, I'd love to do that. I know Gravely James, killer dude, too. He wanted to do a song together. Me, Nick B, and D-Pax, and Kojin all have a song coming together. Like, a lot of, like, I'd love to do as much work with people as possible and write and rap and whatever you need. Like, I think, you know, I, what I'm trying to be is, like, when anybody wants a rap feature, I'm the first thing you go to. Good. No, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. everybody kind of has their category, and that's like, I'd love to be the person that you can come to that's, you know, Hey, I'd love to do a rap verse, but I don't want like a trap. I I want just do what I'm doing. I can do it. Like I, I love to just flex to do, you know, flex what other people are wanting. And like Jessica, I'd love to do a song with Jessica. That'd be crazy. Or Valerie, you know, she's on my songs, but I'd love to do one of hers. And I'm always down to give a guest feature, but my son, the hurricane, you know, that's a good checkpoint to put on the list. Love to be on a song of theirs. And it's unlisted.
0: And it just says, Emma, MSTH champion.
1: Yeah, I think that's it.
0: So that's not the first time you're on stage with them.
1: No, either. no, no. I've been on stage with them since 14, 15. But yeah, this is the first and four lines are. recording too. Yeah. First four lines are written and everything else is freestyle.
0: You're killing it, man.
1: man this is where freestyle comes in.
0: just from my phone but
1: yeah <laughs> Jacob <laughs> yeah. Man, people liked it I was like oh cool like, sweet, sweet. the jack shit comes up and yeah.
0: cleans up yeah that's awesome
1: yeah there's been some uh there's been i really am grateful to dano and that whole band for like everything like they yeah, really really uh, threw me so into the culture cool, of knowing local artists and meeting people and yeah like i met theater crisp with them who i ended up recording with jay like i've met so many different people that i ended up working with and they're crazy they're amazing jay's a good man too jay's i a had good him dude. over
0: the other day I, I gotta play this for you this has oh, never been
1: right. done uh I mean, Jack Shit's nice too I forgot about
0: him Oh he's so nice He's killer so I love Jack Shit He's a nice guy And some new stuff
1: Coming from those two eh From who? From uh, Jack Shit and Jay Is it Batty or Beatty? I say Beatty Beatty? I'm not, I'm not really sure but Yeah it's Beatty Dope Well I, I'd love to see What they got cooking up too
0: Uh, Yeah and then there's Yeah there's some Really cool stuff Coming from Jacob And my son of Hurricane Obviously Yeah their I new album Stuff like that Ride the bullet Go want... pre-order that Yeah Go cop baby, that Baby ride the bullet I love it uh, where was I going again? I you were for?
1: pulling up something, I think.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: brain That's oh, all good. Uh,
0: oh yeah, Beatty. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Email. So, um, I love the rock stars, but yeah. I, I love the like they're my friends, right? Like yeah. I can call Beatty and go, "Fuck, dude, like I'm working on this thing. I need your help. Mm-hmm. Come over for a few hours. I'll cook you something to eat, and yeah. we'll hang and." We're we'll going kind to of work through it. So <laughs> I told them, well, I don't have an intro, intro for the show. I mean, I don't do many edits at mm-hmm. all. Like this is up. It'll go up live. There's no edits. I might put some titles up or put your website or your do Twitter you know, handle. Do you know something. when
1: you're going to put it up?
0: Oh, it'll be up as soon as I'm done. Yeah, it goes, it'll goes; it go up today. Oh, sweet. Awesome. But it, I'm uh, live streaming on YouTube, so I think as soon as I hit hey, kill, almost. it'll be there. Cool. Um, so, Beatty. Yeah. The boy. I go... Uh, and uh they're so like the whole even the new guys I get, you know I, mm. I love them all but kyle paschi's good good guy Great as guy, well yeah and uh so i don't have a i don't have an intro mm. for the show and that's fine and so i'm like you know what i want it can you build me something dark mm. spooky and I give him. I give him in a text message. I'm like, here, here's what I'm looking for: deep synth bass, like, like sub in there, yeah. R- rising, evil, monstrous, mm-hmm. like a. Like, even my, and I use my son, the hurricane. I think smile kind of builds the beginning with the tropics. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah. it's like, I, I remember it's the ominous. monster movies when I was a kid. Yeah. It's like the gargantuan coming out of the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> Godzilla's
1: approaching the city. It's exactly. Like, oh God. exactly.
0: <laughs> so, and my niece is here, and we're just, I don't even think we were drinking that day. We just got really high. Yeah. It was real, and he likes to smoke, and, you know, I don't, I haven't been smoking all that much lately, but. Mm uh this is you know di- just like come over we'll get baked and we'll have some laughs and yeah. want, uh, like what do you think yeah so he brings his little uh
1: midi keyboard yeah that's the done. drum machine Hell with the yeah. loops
0: on it or whatever and as he's he's like adding the snare and then he's yeah. adding the bass drum and then he's like he's got this he's <laughs> buzzing he says listen to this like a bee buzzing around i don't yeah. know i just
1: like it i like it eh? i want to hear it
0: and as he's playing it dude that's exactly what I asked for I'm not sure where I can use it
2: (laughs) ooh
1: it's like slasher movie it's an intro to an album
0: I'm like Dude, I, this can't be the opening for my song, my show because it's too dark. But where, where are we going to use it? It's exactly he called it a deep dark hole.
2: Yeah.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> That's really cool. <gasps> I like it. That's actually I really cool. <laughs>
0: it's so wicked. And this is like I'm cooking, I'm making food with my my niece. I'm she's hungry, so I'm yeah, making a yeah. fried chicken, right?
1: <laughs> and he's cooking this thing. Up yeah, and I'm like, oh, it is like oh, I like it. I'm yelling yeah. down the stairs, dude. That's, so sick. I go, it's dude.
0: exactly, dude, Jay. It's exactly what I asked for. Yeah. And then, uh, this is what he's work He just said, "What do you think about this?" For like a. Like maybe an opening riff.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say this sounds like yeah. a good like Jim Finn. And, and
0: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Or at the end or whatever. Anyways, a lot of th- yeah, like that'd a be lot a great intro or outro right? for sure. Yeah, yeah, I I really. He said, "Oh no, I gotta clean it up and clean it up and blah blah." blah. That um, like when he built that deep dark hole, freshly crazy. squeezed studio. We love you, baby. You're a good man. You're That's a good crazy. man. Anyways, uh, thank you very much, yeah. man. I love
1: you. You're thank a good you. man. I love you too. I'm thank glad you,
0: you uh, came in and uh, thank you for having me uh i wish you all the success and if i can ever help you out or you know step up or you know mc or help you out any anywhere sure. i'm i'm yours i'm game for all that kind of stuff i'm always flattered when it happens i'm you know i've never you know i don't know how you create a career as an mc but i love it and you, can, you know I, what you can be the first. And, I, and i don't take myself very seriously because you know i'm glad to to hear that at that gig that i introduced you that Mm. i went through all the bands because that's important of course sometimes you don't see the MC for the rest of the night he introduces the the band and that's it yeah um but uh that would be a pretty cool way to like make a living but you don't nobody wants to listen to the MC make jokes for 15 minutes you want to get in and out who's this kid what's important what's important to be said right now and go and get you, yeah. get, you know, I always, you know, I'm always like, oh, I'm gonna prepare, I'm gonna, I'm st- gonna really hold the attention's audience, uh, the audience attention. No, the audience wants you to get the fuck off the stage. Yeah. So be funny while you're up there. Be functional as yeah. far as like, give my boy some love. Mm-hmm. It's really gonna go a long way. It's his first performance. What well, I don't know what I said, but yeah, I'm glad to hear that I had the brains to no, make it sure. decent yeah. enough. So because I'm always hard on myself, you know, like, <laughs> you know what, Dan- what Dana was here. We had this deep, long discussion about all kinds of things, and it's really cool because I love the business mind of it. I love the business end of the hurricane, right? Yeah, Oh. And then I get done, and I said, and G was here that day. He was running the, the mic levels. He was kind of like engineering, mm-hmm. and I usually don't have someone to help me with that. And I'm like, as soon as I'm done, I'm like, well, that was really good. Yeah. And then the, the chirping, the voice in my head is like, well, why the fuck did you do that anyway? Nah. Like, w- it's not gonna pay you a dollar. It's not gonna sell any houses. There's no one that's gonna fucking look at this and say, Whoa, wow, well, you changed my life. But did this you like doing it? Th- I do. And there I do. You. Like I love my peeps and I love Dano and I love uh, I just love my peeps. And I, I'm I think that one day someone will look back on it and go, Oh yeah. Yeah. You remember that interview you had with Ev? Yeah. Well he said this one thing and it changed my life. Exactly. and even better if it's not me. If I'm the conduit awesome yeah but i you know i'm not sitting here thinking well i'm going to say something really profound that's going to change someone's life today yeah but if i pro- provide the opportunity for you to say something real like oh you know i'm struggling with this and we didn't get into that too much but i'm o- always yeah. I'm, o- I'm always i'm always interested in especially you know rock stars which i put you know hey you're rock you're a rock star oh, thank and, you, and i, I always that. like them when they go you know what i really have a hard time with this and that's mm. kind of why I ask you, what's that shitty that yeah. voice in your head say? Because lots of times that's when people connect. when you, especially as a man, get vulnerable and yeah. you go, "Hey, you know what? I'm fucked." Yeah and people don't know this about me, but I'm this, I'm this and I'm this, and I'm listening."
1: oh my god and yeah and people are going I'm that too yeah. and it's okay now yeah because sure.
0: wow like uh, you know it's okay yeah. to say it
1: I mean that's the thing like there's a there's a whole stigma with like men not being able to talk about their feelings which is so dumb I'm like dude no. like I struggle just as much as anybody no. it's just like we all have problems we all have to talk about things and like yeah, no, I I feel that. I appreciate you saying that for sure. Yeah, yeah. But no, I you know what I meant. I'd love to come back another time for sure. Like I'd love to come When's back. When's this album gonna drop?
0: Because we didn't talk about the ones it coming out.
1: Oh, so it's it's in the mixing process right now. Almost everything is recorded. Every actually, you no, know, everything is recorded. There's just minor changes that I've been writing down that I want to do and kind of edit some things and add some things, but um i know kyle whitaker is moving he's shutting down strange pumpkin studios and just making it a mixing business which i think is a great idea as well so he's building a home studio now so i don't think he's doing anything this second but once he's back up he's going to start mixing and we're going to start like skype calling figure out how we want the mix i'm looking at like beginning of summer hopefully midsummer like i don't want it to be i felt like a lot of my projects i put them out and then it's kind of like cool for the two weeks and then what's next like this one i want it to be a drawn out process like i'm
0: you're not going to drop the whole album at once.
1: No, like I want. I already have the first few singles ready. We're doing the video for the first single, which is going to be. I would say probably one of my best songs ever It's coming out soon. Um, it's got actually a lot of Nico's on it as well. Actually, there's a lot of like it's a like, it's like a big group kind of song. It's me, uh, Nico, my buddy Chris, who's on Juliet. It's um, and then my brother named. Uh, uh, Kyle double k w d is from Markham. But I, we go to school together in Toronto. But it's something that we're doing together. So once the video's shot, that's going to come out. So I'm not rushing to put the album out too much, but it's probably going to come out. Like, it'll come out beginning of summer, probably mid-summer, like – Cool. I don't know exactly when but
0: And so are you gonna do it like Hurricane did you drop three songs for a pre release and then the rest of the album later or you I just don't think like so. a song a month or are you gonna drop it?
1: I don't think it's gonna be as structured as that. Like I want it to really be drawn out and take people like give people time to like ingest the music and really like it. Like I, I have a feeling that the very first single is called Visco. I think a lot of people are gonna really enjoy it and then wanna live with it and hopefully, you know, play it at parties and get used to it. That's why summer is a great time to be putting all this stuff out. But no, I think what I'll do is like put out, a, I don't want to put out any songs. I don't have a video. That's my main thing is I don't do a lot of music videos just because they cost money and I'm constantly trying. I mean, what I'm spending my music money on is going back to the studio and doing more songs. So I want to take a step back from that. I start doing more videos. So space them out. I don't have like an exact timing. It's kind of like when they're done, we'll figure out a, a release date. But I want to put out at least three to four singles, like maybe every maybe every month i don't i don't okay. i don't want to be like the last sunday of every month get ready for a video <laughs> like yeah. i kind of want right to be here. like you don't know like just drop it be like friday it's coming out like that's oh, it like cool. be like get ready for it yeah and, that's
0: what roadways is doing they're dropping one soon they're like out of nowhere i like that it, that's time. what i like
1: when you're like oh shit okay like you have yeah. like my audience hasn't heard from me musically since may of last year because okay. that's when i put out, uh, out so it'll be almost
0: 12 months yeah it'll be Road, like hey i'm back
1: year. yep um drop singles i want to line up a lot more shows and constantly see, you constantly see my name obviously instagram and facebook like posts and you know sponsored posts and um constantly get the name out there play shows as much as i can and then drop the album and i'd love to sort of book some sort of tour like i don't i don't think i have a name big enough yet where i could sell out any place but i'd love to like get some acts together and you know maybe play like waterloo toronto L Lund- you know all these little like university cities because i have friends at all these universities and then you know, go on a little tour once this album is out, which is a great and another checkpoint of mine. Um, but no, I really feel like this album is, and I'm, everybody says this, but this album is like the one that's going to do it. Like I, I faithfully know that. Like it's not going to be put it out. Hey guys, check my project out. Yeah, my friends are like, yeah, okay, we hear you all the time. This is like, I want it to be undeniable. Like you have to listen to this thing because it's the thing everybody's going to be listening to. It's like the next iPod. It's the, it's going to be the thing that you go man have you heard it yet you haven't heard it dude let's sit together for an hour let's listen to this thing because you need to hear this shit oh. you know that's what I want it to be and it's 16 songs it's probably going to be like an hour and 15 hour 20 minutes like it's a long project so yeah I'm um, I'm ready I'm ready to it I'm ready for it like I'm ready to put it out when it's done and, and people just sit there and consume it because there's, there's levels to it there's a story there's themes there's you know even if you listen back to the other projects you're like damn that character was in that and they said this would happen oh my god holy shit like yeah. there's a level, it's, it's like the, it's a like good kid, mad city. It's Kendrick Lamar's masterpiece that you got to listen to it a few times to get it. So uh, I'm ready. I, I've been writing it since September of 2017. I gave myself a window of September to April, 2017, just like my first year of university and write it. And, um, only other one song is written that wasn't in that time frame. but everything is, it's been written, it's been made, it's gone through a lot of different changes and yeah, it's the one that people are going to like. Is weirdly enough, people are going to take me seriously after this one. Is the one that people go, man, fuck, yeah. Now, if if the last four wasn't enough for you, this are you you still not sure after this? Like, are you still not sure you want to support? Because this is the one that's going to make you support. You know.
0: Cool, man. Yeah. You want to do a battle
1: rap on the way out? Battle rap? I don't know. What do you? uh, You got some bars? uh, Oh, you
0: need you need beats.
1: I'm good. You you got some bars?
0: No, you mean what's bars?
1: You got lines. You got a song? Lyrics? No, no. No.
0: I, just, uh, I was just—I was going to say. Well, I'll put you on the spot, and you got a couple of lines that you—you've you've already got that you are you go to. <laughs> then uh, maybe you can invent on the fly something about the Jim Fannin show.
1: The Jim Fannin show.
0: <laughs> and if you want to say no, that's cool.
1: No, no. Let me. Um. How do I look? You look good.
0: <laughs> it's time to take this. One <laughs>
1: <laughs> champion. ever champion but yo check go, yeah but um, hey if you like my music and you like what we talk about today um, check out all my social media at ever champion on twitter at ever champion music on, um, on instagram I'm launching a brand new website with everything on there very soon um, but if you liked everything you heard definitely check it out and come back to the jim fannin show and um, you'll hear some great interviews some great topics and you'll learn more about your favorite artists and local people so jim thank you for having me and uh, we'll see you guys next time and check it out. Oh, by the way, real quick. I do have a few battle shows rap. battle rap. I got a few sh- shows coming up real quick though. Okay, yeah, promo. Um, I wrote them down. Uh fe- February 22nd at uh, 12 Mile Lounge. You should definitely come to that. Um March 8th, I am in uh in Toronto with Kojin and KWD and a few other guys and then March 16th I'm back at the warehouse with Kojin and um it's going to be a great show. You guys should all come to it, so. Yeah, that's my little spiel, but. Did
0: he freestyle something the way or
1: he uh, I'm I'm trying to think. Wait, you gotta, you gotta, I you were gonna... All right, so we're on the live show chilling with Jim Fannin, shooting so many shots, you think it was a cannon. I manic, I mean I panic on tracks. So y'all really can't stand it, understand it. I'm the next one alive. Go and grab the album MMA 905. 905, bitch. There we go. No worries. Thank you.
0: So two hours and 22 minutes.
1: Jeez, that's a long interview. That was dope, though. That was really fun.